This is Free Talk Live. You can take control of the airwaves. Dial in toll-free at 800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line as we kick off another night of fun and excitement. Tonight, it's Ian with you. And Mark. And you can join us online at freetalklive.com. All the features are totally free. So enjoy those on us. Again, that's freetalklive.com. All right, so there's uh, a number of things to talk about here tonight, and I, I did mention on last night's show that I wanted to get to a story, and we never had the chance. So here it is from the Raw story. And then coming up, Mark, you're going to give us some pot and beer news. Uh, but first, from rawstory.com, an increasing number of Indiana residents are declaring themselves sovereign citizens and personally seceding from the United States. According to a report from ABC Channel 6 in Indianapolis, Channel 6 profiled Donald Moore, a father of seven who's made himself official-looking identification that he says exempts him from U.S. laws and U.S. taxes by making him an ambassador to the United States. By doing so, says, <laughs> That's funny. says the report, residents contend they no longer have to pay taxes, claiming their homes as embassies and using identification cards that show them as diplomats. According to 6 News, Rafael Sanchez, Indiana authorities call such proclamations both illegitimate and illegal. About 10 people every month, apparently, are asking the state to put a seal on a document so that they can claim freedom from taxes. Now, Moore says the card gives me diplomatic immunity. The way I understand it, the federal government is incorporated and all the states are incorporated. This takes me out of the corporation. But his assertion was rejected by Indiana's Secretary of State. I'll bet. Todd Rokita told Channel 6, Just because you allege something or concoct yourself a document doesn't mean you're getting off the hook. You're going to get in worse trouble. The sovereign said, and I just thought that was interesting because, well, that's what you guys do. That's what the government people do. You just concoct yourselves documents. It, it, well, it's interesting that, uh, you know, I mean, as all they're pre- claiming to do is be ambassadors. I mean, how, how is it the United States government can give, can give certain people the designation ambassador and not charge them taxes and, you know, exempt them from all kinds of laws, uh, especially traffic and uh, parking laws and things like that? There have certainly been some uh, some more egregious examples in, uh, in, in history. But, uh, you know, why is it that some people are, are eligible to do that and others aren't? Well, they actually uh, they actually do address that in the report, and I actually have the audio from the report here. So we'll just fired up and defiant, Hoosiers losing confidence in the government are declaring they no longer have to follow state or even federal laws. They're calling their properties embassies and using ID cards to claim they're diplomats. It's a growing movement here in Indiana. Call six watchdog Rafael Sanchez digs deeper into the controversial card, creating a flap. There are plenty of American flags along U.S. 36. With liberty and justice for all. The road leads you to the home of Donald Moore, who says he's tired of waiving his rights. Don and his wife invited us to their home. Leave your cameras outside, though. But decided not to appear on camera. The father of seven allowed us to videotape his ID, which says he's a diplomatic agent and an ambassador. Now, what you can't see, because we're on the radio, is uh, the the scene here. They actually did take a shot of this guy's identification card. And he's using the state seal. He's using, you know, how when you look at state paperwork, 
There's always the state seal at the top, state of fill in the blank, and then all the whatever the details are. Sure. He's he's using their icon or, or their iconography or whatever you want to call it. Their uh, their their images, if mm-hmm. you will, their representations, and he's essentially created his own identification card that uh, mimics the state. And I think that is a problem. Um, that I would th- I would say so. I mean, you know, obviously, if you're if you're trying to break away from that uh, that corporation, why in the world would you make a identification in their name? Yeah, there's a lot of confusion in this so-called sovereign citizen movement, and I wanted to address some of that. Not that I know all, and I'm a, I'm the end all be all of all things sovereignty, but I've done a little bit of uh, digging and research into this particular area. And it seems to me a real bad idea to start using the state seal on anything that you do, because, like you say, Mark, number one, just from a uh, from the freedom standpoint, standpoint, yeah, from a philosophical standpoint, it's just silly to start putting state this and state that on. Secondly, your, it's counterfeiting. Yeah, that is. Well, I mean, you could say that it's silly to believe you could counterfeit a. a a criminal organization like the state, but nonetheless, they will charge you with uh, unauthorized use of state seal or unauthorized use of. Uh, of you could st- say that, but I mean, uh, you know, I I, th- I think that your signature is, uh, you know, has validity, and it sh- only you should be able to put your stamp on things, and that's the state stamp. No, I, I agree with you, Mark. I think that uh, it's going to result in problems for these people, and it could result in criminal charges just based on them using the state seal because it's them representing themselves as though they're somehow officially connected with the state government, when, in point of fact, they are supposedly trying to separate themselves to some extent. It's very yeah, confusing. Make sense. It's very confusing. And as you can see, this uh, gentleman, Don Moore, is not the friendliest of chaps. He doesn't even want to allow the news crew into his home to uh, to interview him. So not the uh, the best representative for the, the movement. We continue. The title, some people assume, when they become what is known... As a sovereign citizen. And let's stop right there because that, I think, is uh, that alone is a problem. If you're a citizen, how can you be a sovereign? Because a sovereign is a king. A sovereign is one who has dominion over one's own uh, property. You get to set the rules. You're the king of your own property. You are the sovereign. If you're a citizen, on the other hand, you are someone who has given up your uh your sovereignty. You can have the one or the other, but you can't have both. Right. If you're a citizen, you... Citizens are subjects. Um, as a matter of fact, uh, you know, relatively early on in the 20th century, they were still using, uh, you know, the terminology subject of the United States in their sort of treaties and things like that, that they sure. were, you know, passing between other countries. They still use the term. If you listen on police scanners, you can hear them call you sub- subjects. Okay. Um, I... I don't think that they're using it in quite the same term, um, way, but I guess you're right. Um, anyhow, they, uh, you know, they they they've stopped using the term subject because people don't want to be known as a subject. But they were using the term interchangeably with a citizen. And really, what is the difference between a citizen and a subject? I mean, like you say, it's a new word for it. Basically. It really is. I mean, the idea behind citizen is that you are somebody who owes a duty of allegiance to the government in return for an obligation of protection. That's kind of the definition of what a citizen is. And everybody in this uh, in this country and around the world that, that uh, takes the mantle of citizen for themselves, you know, a lot of people do it proudly. I'm a citizen of blah, blah, blah. I'm a citizen. And, you know, we vote and we're citizens. And that's it's, it's good to be a citizen. That's well, fine. Well, you're not actually a citizen. And here's why. The Supreme Court, the men in robes, uh, men and women in robes that apparently interpret well, the Constitution. Well, first you have to give what the definition of a citizen is. 
Oh, I'm sorry. I thought I already said it. I believe I did. Uh, a citizen is one who has uh, who owes a duty of allegiance to the government in return for an obligation of protection. So the idea is that you do what they say, they keep you safe, right? That they that, protect and that's you. what people would think. That's the that's supposedly the deal. That's what people are led to believe. They believe they're citizens, and it's just not true. And the reason it's not true is because there is no obligation to protect. So if a if being a citizen is an agreement between you and the people calling themselves the government, if it's a trade-off in that you're trading them freedom in return for security, you know, the, the trade that Ben Franklin said couldn't be done. Right, and, and uh, what you've got to remember is that a free person would be able to, in fact, trade freedom. What do you mean by that? Well, they would they would be able to decide I'm going to trade my freedom for this, and I'll take and and I'll be able to take my freedom back. But you can't uh, take your freedom back. You never had it in the first place. If you're obligated to pay taxes, which is what they say, you know, when they, mm-hmm. when they you know, income tax, um, certainly if you if you work, you're obligated to pay it. If you're obligated to pay those taxes, how did you ever have your freedom in the first place? It's not like you're going to Walmart and you're exchanging or, or you know wherever and exchanging money for something. You just have to pay. And wouldn't it be great if some business could do that? I mean, I'd love to run the business where people had to pay. I'm going to provide you with a service, <laughs> and you're going to pay me for it. And if you don't, I'm going to throw you in jail, and then your family's going to be impoverished. Well, whether you but get the service or not, I'm going to tell not. you you're free. In the process. Right. And you have to pay whether or not you're Here's my flag pro- salute, boy. Right. And you have to pay whether or not you're actually provided with the service. And so in this case, government has no obligation, as the Supreme Court has ruled over and over again, to provide any sort of services, whether we're talking about protection or NASA. I mean, whatever we're talking about, they have no obligation to do so. And so we'll come back with more here. The so-called sovereign citizen movement apparently catching fire in Indiana. More coming up. It's Free Talk Live. The legendary race into the night. The world's fastest sports car racing door to door for 12 grueling hours and an epic showdown. Be there Saturday, March 20th at Sebring International Raceway. The 58th Annual Mobile One 12 Hours of Sebring presented by Fresh from Florida is coming March 20th. See Porsche, Corvette, Ferrari, Jaguar, BMW, Mazda, and Acura battle in America's toughest road race. Gates open on Wednesday, March 17th. Order tickets today. Call 800-626-7223 or visit SebringRaceway.com. Four days of family fun at Sebring. Children 12 and under admitted free. The 58th Annual Mobile One 12 Hours of Sebring. Presented by Fresh from Florida, March 20th. Order your tickets at SebringRaceway.com. Visit the Coca-Cola display at your local Sweet Bay supermarket for an exclusive ticket discount. Sweet Bay, where saving you money is our passion. This is Free Talk Live. You can take control of the airwaves. Dial in toll-free. Bring up what you want. 800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line. And tonight... It's Ian with you. And Mark. You can join us on our website at freetalklive.com. Enjoy all the features there, because they're free. And if you want to be kept in the loop with what's going on with Free Talk Live, you can go to news.freetalklive.com. Get signed up for our email updates. Join our Facebook page as a fan. You can follow our Twitter profile. You can get to all of those from news.freetalklive.com. That's news.freetalklive.com. 
And the IHS seminars are going on around the country. Eleven different seminars happening in places like Chicago, Philadelphia, D.C., and more. Participation is completely free. Not only that, IHS is actually going to provide you with housing and meals during the seminar, open to a wide range of students and recent grads from those simply curious about the libertarian perspective to those extremely passionate about liberty. They've got career-oriented seminars in journalism, public policy, film and production, and academia, providing career advice, networking opportunities, and lectures on topics relevant to each career path. Go ahead and get yourself signed up. Uh, free, You get a free book if you apply by March 15th, and the final deadline to apply is March 31st. So go to libertarianseminars.com for more information. They've got a couple new seminars this year, Liberty and Education and Liberty and Leviathan Policy from the Libertarian Perspective. Once again, that's libertarianseminars.com. All right, so we continue here. We started the show out with a news report from a station in Indianapolis about a growing so-called sovereign citizen movement that is popping up across Indiana. And uh, the Raw Story covered it as well at rawstory.com. And there's there's even more to this so-called sovereign citizens movement that apparently it's gaining popularity in jails around the country as well. So we'll we'll try to cover that aspect of it too. Oh, but, there's all kinds of nonsense that goes around jails, that's for sure. So the uh, what we were talking about before the break there was the idea that sovereign citizen on its own is kind of a contradiction. Because if you look up the definition of citizen, or actually specifically citizenship is where the relevant definition appears in uh, Ballantine's Law Dictionary, 3rd edition. It says this, the privilege of membership in a political society, implying a duty of allegiance, meaning you do what they say. On the part of the member and a duty of protection on the part of the society. Yeah, allegiance um, doesn't mean that you say you're rooting for your team or anything like that. Allegiance comes from the term liege, Mm, which means... My liege. Yeah, my king. They are in charge. You are not. The, uh, so there, that's the definition. You're giving of, up your sovereignty to them. If you, in fact, had sovereignty in the beginning, and I believe that you do, um, you you are giving it up to them. But they've designed a system where you, if you don't, they're going to throw you in jail. So I, I think that it's a, it's a might-makes-right situation. Right. And, of course, uh, the term sovereign means king. So you can't have – you can't be the king – and also be a citizen at the same time. In fact, you can't be a citizen because at least this government, this society, uh, these robed men and the, calling themselves the Supreme Court have ruled time and time again over years and years that the government has no obligations whatsoever to you. So there is no obligation to protect you. Oh, you, you, I know, they've got the military and they're over doing their bombings and killing, but that's not an obligation to protect you. So don't don't be fooled by the trappings of the state. Yeah, they've got cops and they've got the military, and maybe the cops will protect you. There is a chance. I mean, some of the cops got into the, the uh, world of policing because they actually do want to protect people, but there's no obligation for them to do that. If you call 911 and they don't show up, you can't sue them. They don't have an obligation. And that's where these court decisions have come from, is cases where people thought, hey, wait, I thought I was supposed to have uh, this and that from you. Well, no. Sorry, you don't. 
You don't have that ability. Right. If you hired a private protection company to protect your house and your house got broken into and robbed, you'd have a pretty good case if you took those people to court and they gave you some kind of guarantee or whatever. Um, that You'd be, have a pretty good case if you took them to court and said, hey, these people failed to protect my house. I think they, they should uh, compensate me. If somebody breaks into your house and steals your stuff, can you sue the cops or the city or the uh, county uh, or whomever? You of could course try. you can't. You could try, but you, you'll you lose because you, of this. You wouldn't be so foolish. You would. It would never even pop into your mind because we live in a world where we know we innately understand the government isn't responsible for protecting us so that what the government does with its military and its cops and others and all those other things is protect itself exactly right if that's the, who if, they're if, protecting and if serving. the invading horde came over here they're not going to joe's house to protect it they're going to obama's house to protect it so let's continue with the news report from uh, abc6 in indianapolis here don also showed us his badge he says the badge and id mean he doesn't have to follow any laws, including those which require paying taxes. What laws would you be immune from? I mean, again, you can What does it mean to have this card? You give me diplomatic immunity. Usually someone that's a <laughs> diplomatic agent or an ambassador represents a country or, or an entity. The way I understand it, federal government is incorporated and all states is incorporated. This takes me completely out of the corporation. The Moors and others point to the Bible and the Constitution as the source of their rights. Touching in their guns and their Bibles. Well, now, what he's <laughs> saying is uh, is true to some extent that uh, the governments are corporations. And whatever that right means, that, sure. corporations are nothing more than a fiction. They're nothing more than a legal fiction. It's just a concept uh, it's it's a, something that was created from thin air by people who wanted to, in many cases, LLCs are the more commonly found corporations. Uh, business corporations are more commonly found. But if you live in a city, it's probably a municipal corporation. Uh, so all of these governments are incorporated. When you Whenever you drive into a city and you see on the sign, welcome to blankety blank, incorporated, incorporated in 1775 or yeah. something like that. Uh, so, so in most cases, they um, they weren't incorporated at that time. Um, you, you'll find is, in fact, those towns became they were towns and they mm-hmm. do their sort of ruling. And then they got incorporated later, usually much later. State reports a growing number of people declaring themselves sovereign citizens, at least 10 a month. They say all they have to do to become sovereign is file documents available online with the secretary of state's office. Ah, uh, Yes. The old, we'll just file our paperwork with the state to, uh, to get out of their corporate control, as though it were that easy. And I understand the attraction of this. It, it makes it seem like, hey guys, this is so easy, they've just obscured it from you. All you have to do is fill out these reams of paperwork here, or you know, however much paperwork it is. Send it into the Secretary of State, and then uh, no problem, you're out. We'll be in Game good shape. Over. Uh, yeah, and usually these kinds of uh, schemes are promoted by people who are charging hundreds of dollars, if not more than that, thousands of dollars uh, for the kind of the secret to escaping the government, right? So uh, the idea is that if, if these were readily available on the Internet, then uh, I would think that this kind of paperwork would be a little bit more popular if this ha- actually this stuff actually worked, then I would think that this would be more well-known within the Liberty community, and usually when you see this stuff, it's on some poorly designed website, uh, and you have to pay hundreds, at least hundreds of dollars in order to get them to send you like a CD-ROM with uh, the, the PDF files on it or doc files on it or something like that. 
And then, of course, you, you've, you're out the hundreds of dollars. Then you have to kind of muddle through the paperwork. And, of course, I'm sure the people that sold you the paperwork will also offer you consulting uh, for 60 bucks an hour or whatever it is that they uh, they will charge you to uh, to help you fill out the paperwork. And maybe they'll bring you uh, some nice things while you're in jail. Toll-free number is 800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line. More coming up. Free Talk Live. DVD, books, music, instruments, periodicals, computers, software, electronics, photo, cell phone, office product, home and garden, bed and bath, furniture, kitchen, pet supply, automotive, hardware, apparel, shoes, jewelry, grocery, healthcare, sports and outdoors, toys, games, used and more. It's a department store at your fingertips. Amazon.freetalklive.com. Get all your shopping done, a great deal, delivery to your door, and a percentage of your purchase will go to Free Talk Live when you enter Amazon through Amazon.freetalklive.com. This is Free Talk Live. You can take control of the airwaves and dial in toll-free at 800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line, 1-800-259-9231. Tonight, it's Ian with you. And Mark. You can join us online at freetalklive.com. The features are free. They include various different ways to listen in. We've got our live streams, broadband version, dial-up version, webcam, our listen lines are available as well. Go get them all free at listen.freetalklive.com. That's listen.freetalklive.com. If you've been thinking about starting that website, and you know, I think we all have, HostGator is a worldwide leader in web hosting. They make it. Uh, as a matter of fact, they're they're consistently rated among the best uh, hosting companies out there. And uh, you can get your own .com domain name there, whether it's uh, .com or, you know, .dot anything else. Uh, they do personal blogs on up to e-commerce business websites uh, from the, the smallest to the largest. It's HostGator.com. And you can use code FTL to uh, get your first month completely free at HostGator.com. All right, 800-259-9231. We continue here. Uh, you can bring up whatever's on your mind. But we started this uh, the show out with a story about the so-called sovereign citizen movement. And I don't want to sound like I'm being too critical here, because I have been pretty critical so far of these folks, just kind of pointing out some of the issues with what it is they're doing. They're they're using the state logo on their identification cards. At least this one fellow is. Uh, well, it's supposedly a movement of people, Mark, and there's another guy that they interview later on in the, the clip. Uh, and this guy that they interviewed is one of the head guys in the the movement so it's likely that he's providing uh these cards to other people anyway yes mark at least this one guy is using the state uh the state seal in his documentation and that's bad news plus calling yourself a sovereign citizen is like a contradiction you can't be a sovereign and a citizen at the same time so why not just call yourself a sovereign if you want to be a sovereign just stop there that's far enough sovereign that means you're the king of your own dominion you're the king of your own property uh, so there's that, and then these uh, they're filing papers with the state. The suggestion is that if you just file the right paperwork with the Secretary of State, then you're out. You know, that almost makes some sense to me, because certainly we filed papers with the, with the uh, state and, and federal governments up until this point, saying that, uh, you know, obviously, who knows what we're agreeing to precisely when you file all those pieces of paper, those government pieces of paper, because mm-hmm. they say things like, on them like you're subject subject to all state and federal laws and stuff like that. And God <laughs> knows what they wrote in those books because yeah. no one could read them. Right. You couldn't read them in three lifetimes. Really. You couldn't read them in three lifetimes. So, um, you know, it's this kind of 
I mean, I, it's hard to know whether or not you filed paperwork saying that you are subject to the government. And essentially, every time you file paperwork to the government, unless you're filing paperwork to say you're not subject to the government, you are saying you're subject to the government, right? I mean, you're 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 bowing in obeisance before your liege. In many cases, it's under duress uh, and in a contract that you've entered without. I'm a not true saying it's a contract, right? Okay. I, I, but I mean, look, <laughs> if the king says bow or I'll stick this sword through you, yeah. And you bow. I'm not saying you're obligated to bow from there on out or that you belong to the king or anything like that, but he will stick the sword through you if you don't. Yeah. So let me continue the report here from uh, ABC6 in Indianapolis. In fact, many claim the statements within the papers are enforceable because of the state seal placed on their material. Mm. But the reality is that the seal is placed on all kinds of documents and does not make the information true. You are uh, operating against the law. Secretary of State Todd Rokita is troubled that people are using the self-made ID cards which show his name and the state emblem in an attempt to open bank accounts, buy items tax-free, and even board planes. Just because you allege something or you can conscious... Planes! Yeah, uh, and, and you got to give these guys credit. They're doing some pretty ballsy things. I appreciate what they're attempting to do, and I... I have a real appreciation for the general gist of but the idea extent, of withdrawing from the government. But to some extent, it's a totem, right? They've built themselves a lucky uh, ID card, mm-hmm. and that lucky ID card, I just know it'll get me through this checkpoint. I know it'll let me open this bank account, that kind of thing. I mean, I think you're better off just going to the bank and saying, I don't have a social security number. Can I open an account? Nope, I don't have one. My mom didn't give me one. Mm. Sorry, I don't have one. Has anyone successfully done that? Yeah, there's people that have written the show that, that, that you know, True sons of Zion, as it were, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, ones that uh, never, uh, you know, never got a Social Security number, and they said that they they managed to get along just fine without it. After the Patriot Act, I don't know. I, you know, I it was after the Patriot Act that I've gotten these emails. But huh. look, I I'm don't know. I don't live like that. Allow... I, I couldn't tell you. Right. I'm curious as to which bank would allow that. They probably had accounts already on file. Likely, if you do manage to get yourself a bank account in that situation, you keep it. Bank accounts buy items tax free and even board planes. Just because you allege something or you concoct yourself a document here uh, doesn't mean you're getting off the hook. In fact, I love this guy. Just yeah. because you allege something or concoct a document. <laughs> you slimy, smarmy bastard. That's all the government people do. You make allegations and concoct documents all day long. It's, I mean, the government has all kinds of documents and paperwork. What makes your concocted documents more legitimate than these so-called sovereign citizens? Well, because they have the force of guns behind them. That's, That's really right. the long and the short of it. That's it. That's all it is. You know, they've they've gotten to to their mind. They, I guess, it's a majority of the voters have managed to up to this point create whatever government it is that they work for, whether it's state or local or federal. Um, you know, the majority of the people that have decided to go to the polls that particular day have come up with it. Even though in the vast majority of these cases, most people vote no by not going. Mm-hmm. You know, they vote uh, not interested. Yep. But it doesn't matter because it's the people that go. Their votes are the ones that they count. And then 50, 50% plus one of them. So, you know, as if 51% are of the people allowed to subjugate 49% and that's okay. Then, you know, they those those politicians get in. They set up, set up whatever bureaucracy they set up without really much uh, much oversight from the general public because they're going on about their lives and thinking that, oh, you know, that government thing's being taken care of by those guys. Let me continue here. You're going to get yourself in worse trouble. 
That's what's happened to one Indiana man who's serving nearly four years in federal prison for using his sovereign citizen paperwork. Last year, Jonathan Noah Dilley was convicted of making and presenting his own promissory notes to pay off more than $800,000 of debt. And this is another area that people really need to stay away from. We're talking about how these promoters of the get out of the system, just give me hundreds of dollars and I'll show you the secrets. There are also people that are promoting uh, the idea of what they call redemption or this concept that Essentially, the, the suggestion is that when you were born, they created a birth certificate, and the birth certificate is an identification that there's uh, you know, some sort of uh, trust fund or some kind of corporate account with your name on it, and the birth certificate number is the number on the account, and all you have to do to tap into that account has millions of dollars in it. All you have to do to tap into it is write these magic words on any bill that you want to pay. And then uh, you will have it paid. The, the, it'll come out of your account. You don't have to do, uh, to do don't anything. Don't worry about it. It'll be fine. Right. And, and so there are various different versions of this kind of theory out there. And I don't know exactly what this gentleman who is spending four years in jail, uh, but essentially he printed his own promissory notes. So just all kinds, there's all kinds of sort of financial uh, conspiracy theories out there about how you, you can get out of debt just by you know, taking the bank to court and asking them to show you the original sign. There's all kinds of things out there uh, that, uh, that people will be sucked into because, well, they're in debt and uh, they want to get out of debt. And so they are likely to, be, uh, to, to fall for one of these scams. And that's, these kind of scams are part and parcel of a lot of the promoters of this sovereign team, uh, so-called sovereign citizen movement. So be very, very, uh, be very cautious. If what you want is to be out from underneath the thumb of the, fe- of the federal or state governments, you should not be going and like making up your own currency and trying to pay off debts or writing magic words on bills or whatever. If you owe money to somebody, you need to pay your debts off. That's a completely separate situation. Well, I think and that, I know that I think the Federal gr- Reserve note is illegitimate. I know that it was printed out of thin air, but that doesn't mean that you don't owe people the money that you promised to pay. I think you're glossing over how uh, many of the, the the banks out there, the major banks out there, have accepted uh, essentially, uh, you know, the stolen money from taxpayers to to bail them out when they're bad investments. So if they get the free money, then you know, I mean, I think that uh, the, the people. Should you know that people have a right to a certain level of compensation on that, but I don't think most of this crap is legit. Thousands of years ago, from the time of Moses to the time of Alexander the Great, Julius Caesar, and beyond, TrustedCoins.com brings you an incredible selection of authentic Greek, Biblical, Roman, and Byzantine ancient coins, all certified authentic by world-renowned numismatic expert Ilya Zlobin. Transport yourself to the distant past now at TrustedCoins.com. This is Free Talk Live, and you can take control of the airwaves if you dial in toll-free at 800-259-9231. The SACL CAI toll-free line, 1-800-259-9231. Tonight, it's Ian with you. And Mark. And you can join us online at FreeTalkLive.com. All the features are free if you like the show. And you want to help support Free Talk Live, you can become an amplifier for as little as three bucks a month. We'll take your three bucks and reinvest it into the show. Get on more radio stations around the country. Bring more internet listeners on board. Expose new people to the ideas of freedom. So head over to amp.freetalklive.com to get signed up. 
And you get access to perks like the AMP-only call-in lines, AMP-only forum, podcast, and more. Go to amp.freetalklive.com. We are talking about the so-called sovereign citizen movement, a very confused group of people who have the best, what I believe to be uh, some very positive intentions. They are about sick and tired of the government, and they want to get out of the government. Unfortunately, they believe that the way to get out of the government is to file paperwork with the government and then use the government seal on their own documents. So it's a very confused group of folks here. Uh, The Indianapolis Channel 6, I believe, ABC affiliate is reporting on them. We'll continue with their report. give you permission to film me yet. Brad Henry decided to talk to us outside his Delaware County home. I mean, how can you declare yourself, I'm a citizen, what gives you the right to declare rights that you don't you just don't have the guts to stand up for yours now that is an awesome thing to say (laughs) i you don't have the guts to stand up for your rights and uh just of course the uh, the news reporter doesn't understand that he's actually point point of fact not a citizen because most people believe they are citizens as we explained earlier you can't possibly be a citizen because it requires an obligation of protection on behalf of the government which they don't have and they have affirmed that over and over again. But so it's like I say, I really like the mindset of these people. I I appreciate where they're they coming surly, from. Surly, and I don't think that uh, surliness is going to get you anywhere. But still, no, I I understand what you're saying. Uh, but then again, he is being attacked by a hostile reporter at the same time, and you you can understand the anger that these people might have, right, Mark? I mean, we used to be pretty angry yeah, ourselves. I can, I can understand. I just don't think it it it, 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 it I don't think it served. No, I no, I agree with you. But I but. But this is where they're at, right? Yeah, I mean, they, yeah, it is. They're angry at the state. They found something that they believe to be uh, the way out. This reporter comes in there with some pretty hostile attitudes and hostile uh, questions, and you can't. I can't blame them for behaving this way. These aren't professional PR uh, executives, right? They don't know necessarily the best way to go about representing their uh, their movement. But nonetheless, we continue. What gives you the right? To declare rights that you don't. You just don't have the guts to stand up for yours. Brad says he loves America, but is fed up with government in general. He says he doesn't mind paying sales taxes, but has problems with property taxes. He asked county officials in a letter to exempt him from the annual bills because he considers (laughs) his home to be an embassy. The county denied his request. Now, you don't really mean that this is an embassy. Absolutely. Embassies are where officials from other countries work and must be recognized by the U.S. Department of State. Ah, see, he doesn't have the official state recogniz- uh, recognition for... Recognition. recognition thank yeah. you. Uh, for, his, uh, for his embassy, so therefore it's no good. What you're doing illegal and wrong? No. No, not at all. Another concern is that some sovereign citizens refuse to use state-issued licenses or plates. But when they get pulled over, police tell us the citizens show an ID that says no one can delay, detain, or arrest them without facing damages of $2 million. Now, again, i got to give them credit. I mean, that's something that I think is great, having people driving around with no uh, state license plates. I am all in favor of that. And My favorite is the guy who, uh, and, and this is, <laughs> this is to me, the most ludicrous of these arguments, because it's, it's, the, it's the opportunity to get, to get hassled constantly uh by by the uh, authorities and my favorite was the guy who uh wrote on like had sc- 
incantations written on the car. This is not a car. It's a mm-hmm. vessel. And da, 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 da. You know, he had all kinds of things written on the car. So, that the, of course, that'll keep the uh, it, it's like uh, it's like garlic to, to, to vampires. It'll keep them. It's got cop repellent. There uh, was a video on uh, YouTube <laughs> of a guy who had a handmade license plate that he had on his car. Uh-huh. And he actually got out of the police giving him a ticket. I saw the the footage. It was unbelievable. <laughs> I don't believe it. He either. handed them like reams of paperwork. <laughs> oh God! And they took a whole long, they, took a very long time to actually read through it. But they came back, handed it back to him, and they let him go on his way. Wow! It was incredible. It happened up in Canada. It was one of the uh, the Freeman guys. Oh well, it, you know, I have no idea what's going on with the uh, those Freeman guys over in the BC area um, up in Canada. It sounds like they've got some good stuff going, but I, I, you know, it baffles me. So I just love the idea that these again, there's there's a lot of that I like about what these folks are doing and i think there's a lot that's just really messed up about it let's continue despite that threat police in pendleton recently seized the plate of a self-appointed diplomat knowing there's no embassy in pendleton or madison county that i'm aware of this would be illegal in the town of pendleton brad uses an indiana plate to avoid any hassles but he's not backing down from his principles we are people who love our organic United States of America the way it was founded and meant to be and are trying to preserve that. We contacted many others who believe in the movement and they refuse to talk. By the way, I did uh, call that guy, that Brad gentleman they were just talking to. I left him a message. I presume it was him. I just, they told, they mentioned in the report what county he lived in and I went and I looked up his name. So I left him a message. Haven't heard back yet. Department of State says only people on its list, and this is the list, all 100 pages, are considered diplomats. None of the people we spoke to are on this list. We have more on the history of the sovereign citizen movement rooted in the 1970s on the IndieChannel.com. So interesting. This might almost seem like a joke, but this is for real. There are people doing this. This is for real. Yeah. And state police tell us if you do use a badge or that ID, they're going to tow your vehicle, they're going to give you a ticket, no matter what county, no matter what citizen you believe you are from, or no matter what the country, you will get a ticket and that vehicle will be towed. Fascinating story. Thanks, Raphael. That's right. Scare them. That's what your job is. News media essentially just repeating the mantra of the state police there, uh, intimidating, attempting to intimidate anybody that might be well, getting the idea to join up with these the, people uh, the don't, movement. The, the media doesn't know any better than anybody else about these things. So sure. these people are, compl- you know, to them, this is just whack job lunar- lunacy, absolute lunacy. But, yeah, you can hear that in her voice when she wraps up the the report. Like, well, this sounds crazy, but people are really doing this. <laughs> but it's, and, and, you know, I, I, it, it. To me, it sounds crazy, too. The idea that there is a violent gang uh, that that flies flags out and, and, you know, operates with impunity in this country and and calling itself the government. And somehow that violent gang is going to step down and and leave you alone because you present them with some paperwork and consider yourself to be a sovereign individual. I mean, show me some uh, show me some kind of uh, historical evidence that violent gangs operate in that fashion. Right. Uh, clearly, the gang is not going to back down at this point, but I still think there's some real value in what these people are doing. Good for them for deciding to take it to uh, take it to the next level, because usually people are just 
when it comes to trying to change the government or when it comes to trying to change the circumstances in which we live, it's, well, you got to work within the system. you got to go and run for office and then, you know, go and vote and, you know, work within the system. Yeah, well, these people have basically said, I've had it with your system indeed, and I'm but withdrawing they, but they, from they, it. They've, got, they've created them for themselves uh, a lucky talisman, these uh, these IDs and that, that sort of thing. And then when they find out that the talismans fail and then they convince other people that, look – Try the lucky talisman. It stops mm-hmm. bullets. Um, and then they convince other people, this is lucky. And then when people find out, whoa, this thing isn't lucky. This is really unlucky. Yeah. Then what you do is you set back the ideas of freedom and liberty and sovereignty. I, I sovereignty. think sovereignty. Yeah. I think the the point, though, generally should be that people who are who are like minded, people who are sick and tired of the state, and are willing to take some drastic steps, because these are pretty drastic steps in the idea of just withdrawing, declaring personal sovereignty, uh, personal secession, and leaving the state. Whether or not they're doing it in the, the right manner, the idea of it, I think, is, is sound, but going into it, you should be warned that you are likely going to be placed in a cage. There is a very good chance that should you go through with this, your car will be stolen, you will be placed in a cage. You shouldn't have... Uh, if, if somebody is selling this as... There's a lucky talisman, and you can just get out of everything. Then that is really, I think, a bad thing. I agree with you, Mark. And so, people that are getting into something like this should really expect in advance that uh, their their attention will be drawn to you, especially if you're driving around with uh, your own license plate. The 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 fights. uh, And I've done that. The one should pick. Yes, and it didn't go well. And one should pick one's fights if one wants. You know, if if you don't like income taxes, stop paying income taxes. I get that. That's fine. And quite honestly, the chances are very good if you work for especially if you work for yourself, that nobody's going to come after you. And I've known plenty of people who didn't file that did work for other people. They just they marked exempt on the yeah. W-2 and, and that kind of thing. And What, W-4? W-4, yeah. excuse me. And they've, they've gotten, they've just, you know, they, they didn't. Nobody's come after them so far. Right. Um, if you don't want to pay property taxes, likely you should move someplace where other people aren't paying property taxes so you have sort of a, uh, a, group, a group that's not willing to. Because I don't think that a group here. of people not paying income taxes really matters, but most there's 60 think, million people that don't pay income taxes. I, I think having a group is very important. I think that having the social network and the, the support network to back you up is critical. Hour two's coming up. Attention, active and separated U.S. military personnel. This message is just for you. You're entitled to benefits that are not available to the general public. You deserve them. Your family deserves them. And we want to make sure you know about them. This is Tim Lewis of iFreedom Direct and a veteran of Operation Iraqi Freedom. Did you know VA programs can allow you to buy a home with no down payment or refi with cash out up to 100% of your home's equity? And because of your service to your country, it's usually easier to qualify for a VA loan than a conventional loan. On your feet! And get all the details at varadio.com iFreedom Direct Corporation is a private lender approved by the VA and licensed in most states. In certain states, restrictions and limitations apply. For a current list of licenses, disclosures, and all benefits, go to varadio.com or call 800-900-VA-LOAN. varadio.com. This is Free Talk Live. We are launching into the second hour of the program. You can take control of the airwaves. Bring up whatever's on your mind. 1-800-259-9231, the SACL CAI toll-free line. 800-259-9231 tonight. It's Ian with you. And Mark. You can join us on our website at freetalklive.com. The features are free. Those other talk show hosts, they want to charge you for their sites. We give ours away. Enjoy it. 
at freetalklive.com. By the way, I want to welcome uh, two brand new affiliates to our wonderful affiliate family, radio affiliate family. Uh, Rockingham County Radio, WLOE 1490 in Eden, North Carolina, and WMYN 1420 in Mayadan, North Carolina. So welcome aboard to all of our brand new listeners in the Rockingham County region of North Carolina. Uh, We've been on there since last night, so some of you are probably surprised at what you're hearing. The station used to carry uh, one of the talk radio legends, Bruce Williams, who hung up his hat, threw in the towel at the end of last week. Last week was his final week on the air. Uh, This is a guy, Bruce Williams is a guy who's been doing talk radio for decades. Uh, He goes way back. He's an older gentleman. I think he's an octogenarian at this point. Had been doing his show from his home in Florida. And uh, it's not really anything like Free Talk Live. Um, Bruce Williams kind of made his name on doing like financial advice. And then later on in the last few years, when I'd heard his show uh, in, in, in the recent decade, he'd kind of taken it to more general talk than just financial advice. But that's kind of what he made his bones on was uh, was giving people financial advice on the radio. And so he threw in the towel and uh, and Rockingham County Radio picked up Free Talk Live. So welcome aboard to uh, to everybody who's listening in. And uh, this is a show that's a little bit different, as you might have figured out already. Uh, it is open phone, so you are welcome to call in and bring up whatever you want. In fact, we're going to go to the phone calls. Josh is in Pennsylvania. Josh, you're on Free Talk Live with Ian and Mark. Hello there. Hey, how are you guys doing? Josh, what's on your mind tonight? Oh, I was wondering... Um. For my school, they've done mandatory drug tests for every student randomly, and I, w- I tried basically everything, emailing them and stuff. I was just wondering, they haven't returned any of my emails, and I was just wondering what your guys' opinion on as how I should get the topic, like, basically the overrule, overturn the rule. You want to try to stop them from doing mandatory drug testing? Of every student, or randomly every student. Is it a school policy or a school board policy? School policy. It's in the student handbook. But is it uh, something that all schools in the region are doing, or is it just your school? My school. Are you certain of that? Yeah. So other high schools in the very same county... Wait, is it middle school or high school? High school. Other high schools are not doing this? Yes. Other high schools are not. They only drug test for athletes, which is upheld by the Supreme Court. I have no idea. Mark, any suggestions? I can't imagine. I mean, I suppose you could uh, try to refuse and see how that goes. Yeah, what will they do if you don't um, do it? They treat it as the test was positive. Which means what? Suspension or something? Uh, Like 12 days in school suspension for your first offense and mandatory counseling. You know, I... I don't know, man. It's so hard to uh, to deal with the the government school system because, I mean, you're you're essentially under their thumb. They have no obligation to educate you while you're there. They have no obligation to treat you like everybody else or or well or anything. So I mean, it's it's I I, I don't know, man. I and couldn't tell you. As as I recall, I believe you called last week. Uh, weren't you in ninth grade? Yes. Okay, so you're just beginning your your uh, process through the governmental high school system. As far as changing that is concerned, I would, if you're really interested in you know, working within the system, start asking around and see where the policy came from. Was it a parents-teacher association uh, that came up with that? Was it just the administrative uh, bureaucracy that decided to just hand it down from on high? 
find out where it it, uh, it originated to see if there is any sort of mechanism for uh, for changing it. Seems unlikely to me that you're going to be uh, able to successfully change that because, well, it's a it's a policy that if, while it's invasive to the students, I'm sure many parents are in support of it. And certainly, who wants, the, who wants their kids doing drugs? Yeah. This will obviously stop that. Certainly, the uh, authoritarian bureaucrats are uh, are in support of it. So you, what you're talking about is likely going to be a hopeless case. But really, what you've got to do is file a court case, man. You know, that's yeah. the only thing that's going to stop it. Yeah, that's what Mark Emery told me to do. And when and when you're 27, you will have won the freedom for kids uh, who are in ninth grade to have, um, you know, to, to not get uh, randomly peed test or whatever. Presuming yeah. you can find an attorney who's willing to file the case on your behalf because I, I don't know about you, Mark, but I can't afford you get a, a paper lawyer route, right man. now. I, I can't yeah, afford that's, a lawyer that's now. what I was saying. Right. But also, uh, I was going to ask, like, just a teacher, but... I figured if I'd ask a teacher that I'd be red flagged for more testing myself. <laughs> Aren't and you getting so I tried emailing, tested all the time? but honestly, they ignore my email all the time. So Who did you email? Uh, the school board and the school. So they haven't even bothered to write you back? Yeah, and that's been – I think I emailed them someday. Clearly, they're all about customer service. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I would say the best thing you could do would be to get the hell out of the schools, but then again, it's not, uh, probably more a, a decision that's in the hands of your parents. Well, likely if he presents, I, we we've had a student, uh, you know, a young man who uh, called the show, and and they, apparently he presented to his parents the idea of homeschooling, and um, you know, made a made a good case for it, and why it is that he could uh, likely be a a better student from a homeschool standpoint. It's not like they can't leave you at home anymore. You're probably not going to burn the house down or um, let in strangers or whatever it else it is. You're ninth, you're, you're in ninth grade. I mean, yeah. you're a young man. And you could likely, likely, you could educate yourself better. Uh, I, I hope that the school hasn't sucked out all your desire for learning at this point. Um, but you likely could, could educate yourself better at home than they could uh, educate you at school. Yeah, However, that's... you can still educate yourself better at, um, at public school if you chose to do such a thing. You can still educate yourself in, in your time off um, away from their, their in, indoctrination camp. So, yeah, that's what I mostly do. I I look up uh, legal stuff on the internet about it. Like the Pennsylvania State Constitution, it adds an extra defense to adding an extra defense with the actual Constitution. And the Pennsylvania Constitution, it adds an extra defense against illegal search and seizures and privacy rights. So that's why it's most it's uncommon for this to happen in a Pennsylvania school. And that was from the ACLU that said that. So you're 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 suggesting that because of that provision in the constitution that this program may actually be unconstitutional? Yes. And uh, I I even heard the principal and teachers say to students and to my face that you're in school you have no right. Yes, but they will. From what say I that. believe the 14th amendment says that they can't any state official can't take away or make a law against our rights and the schools are state run so well, maybe you can find yeah, a lawyer. Try act, practicing your uh, freedom of speech in the middle of quiz time. <laughs> yeah, I, I would say that maybe you could find a lawyer. I mean, if you've got that kind of provision, uh, perhaps it'd be possible. It, I Give them a call, talk to them, see what they say. It, it couldn't hurt. I mean, if you really feel passionately about this, then that's one of the uh, the possible options for you. Yeah. Anything else on your mind tonight, Josh? Um. Now, do you have to be 18 to file a lawsuit? I don't have any clue. Couldn't tell you, but I, I wouldn't think so. I'm not a lawyer, um, but I, if it's the lawyer that's filing the lawsuit, then I don't know. I, I, would, I wouldn't imagine you'd have to be 18. Yeah, I talked to Mark Emery, and he said if I called the ACLU and stuff, he'd help me, but I don't really think that's 
going to do anything now since he's in jail. So. Well, he's not in charge of the ACLU. And well, no, he said he was. Gonna, he told me to contact the ACLU, and if I got their support, he would uh, help me with the costs and whatnot. Well, oh, I see. As far as funding, well, I mean, if, yeah. it's, if the ACLU is going to take your case, then they've got their own money that they'll put behind it. So yeah. it's not a bad idea. Call the Philadelphia or call the uh, Pennsylvania ACLU. They likely have it's their own. It's really hard getting a hold of the ACLU. They give you an automated system. The one in you have to the, leave the one a message and then they call you back in like four or five days. And if you don't get that, they tell you to call back and leave another message. And is, that call the, you back. is that the Pennsylvania ACLU? Yeah, the Pennsylvania ACLU. I see. They yeah. prefer letters, but they say that takes up to like six to seven business weeks or whatever. Yeah. Well, you're going to be in school for uh, four years, so if that's what you have to yeah, do. Yeah, I, I think I'll actually do that because it would be worth it in the long run. Okay. Good luck. Let us know how it goes, okay? Letters. All right. Thank you. <laughs> Thanks, Paul. Letters. 800-259-9231. The SACL CAI toll-free line. You can bring up whatever's on your mind and take control of the airwaves. More coming up here in moments. Plus, Mark has beer and pot news. Some pretty outrageous beer and pot news, as a matter of fact. Two separate stories. One about a man who's serving quite the prison sentence for pot, and the other about unlicensed beer. We'll tell you about it. Coming up here, 800-259-9231. You can bring up anything. This is Free Talk Live. Have you been thinking about starting a website? I'm going to tell you about a great offer from HostGator. HostGator is a worldwide leader for web hosting, and they make it easy to get your own .com domain name. You create your very own website with their free site builder tools and templates. Use the coupon code FTL, that's FTL is in Free Talk Live, and sign up at HostGator.com to receive your first month completely free. Whether you want a personal blog or a complete e-commerce business website, let the experts at HostGator.com host you. This is Free Talk Live. You can take control of the airwaves. Bring up whatever's on your mind. 800-259-9231. The SACL CAI toll-free line. 1-800-259-9231. Tonight, it's Ian with you. And Mark. Join us online at freetalklive.com. The features are free, so enjoy those on us. Again, that is freetalklive.com. And many of the features on our site uh, are on our site. One of them is the archives. You can go back all the way to the beginning of January of 2009 in our podcast. It's all free for you over at freetalklive.com. Do you want to do uh, searches on the internet, but you don't want your computer cluttered with cookies or your activities tracked by whatever search engine you're using? Try startpage.com. Not only will you get uh, searches aggregated from 12 major search engines, but you can also use their, um, but, but and you'll be completely private in your search, but you can use their little proxy setting on each one of the results. There's a link there underneath that says proxy that'll take you to the website through their server and, you know, they won't, the, the, the website won't be able to put cookies on your machine or anything like that. You'll be there completely invisible to them. It's startpage.com. 1-800-259-9231. Continuing with your phone calls about what you want. Eric is in Georgia, and you're on Free Talk Live. Hello, Eric. Hi, thanks for taking my call. First-time caller. Hey, what's on your um, mind tonight, Eric? Yeah, I wanted to briefly uh, talk about 9-11 Truth and then move on to my uh, main topic. Okay. Um, Mark, last night he equated um, talking about, I guess, questioning the official story of 9-11 with uh, Area 51. Uh-huh. And, uh... There was a certain level of equation to it. Yeah. 
the only problem I have with that is um, <clears throat> everything the government does, they um, justify it with 9-11. You know, the wars, the Patriot Act, the um, torture, mm-hmm. the body scanning. So, I mean, it's almost like we're forced to talk about it. I understand. Well, I don't feel that way. Right. Uh, like, well, okay. I, I, I get that that's well, maybe, what, the, yeah. what the government will use as an excuse. I've actually um, gone through their little uh, TSA thing, and they told me the terrorists on 9-11 had expired driver's licenses or some such nonsense. Um, so I yes. think that, yeah, they, they do do that, but that doesn't that doesn't change in people's minds that a lot of people, like you'd agree, I'm sure, that a lot of people – Consider it a very a fringe belief, and that people that uh, believe it are you know borderlines paranoid schizophrenics. Yeah, I, w- I would agree with that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but a lot of people in the South, they they agree with. I've been listening to you for a few days, but from what I hear, you know, the same things that, uh, that you guys believe about liberty. But the mm-hmm. only thing is, they believe, that, you know, they attacked us on nine eleven, and we have to fight the war and spend all the money and sacrifice some of our liberties. Well, that's really just uh, yeah. what that is. Is that's a lack of education. I mean, uh, one can one can spend one's time trying to educate them about 9/11, and, and we can never get to the the end of that rabbit hole because there's just no proof. We don't possess the evidence. We possess enough evidence to ask questions. If that's what uh, you know, if, if and, and there are some un- unanswered questions, no doubt. But you don't have enough evidence to come to conclusions because the government has that evidence, and you're not going to get it. However, what you can tell them conclusively, no doubt. Look, the United States government's uh, meddling in the Middle East started in the 1930s. It didn't start in 2001 after the attacks. If you think that we are justified in attacking people in the Middle East because they did something to us on 2000, uh, 9-11-2001, then... You must think that those people were justified in attacking us because of all the hundreds of, you know, the, the thousands of people the United States has been directly involved in killing over there. So, therefore, their attacks would be justified by your thinking. You can, uh, you know, inside of five minutes, you can make that point to them. They'll try to wiggle out of it, and I understand, but at least there's no disputing the facts in the case. Yeah, it's pretty firm that uh, the U.S. government has been meddling in the Middle East for many, many decades, uh, whereas the case for so-called 9-11 truth is really based on a lot of speculation. Murky, a lot of uh, video watching, a lot of uh, you know blog reading, a lot of that stuff. I, I absolutely agree with what you're saying there, Mark, because that approach is far more, uh, far more persuasive. It's based in concrete reality. It doesn't require them to make a, a leap of faith. But don't try it on the internet because you'll never get anywhere with the message forms. Yeah, generally, <laughs> it's just not a good idea. So does that make sense to you? Yeah, that doesn't make sense. And Ron Paul does use that argument, you know, when, when he talks about it. I, I haven't heard him uh, make that argument, but okay. What, well, talking blowback about blowback? Theory. Yeah, blowback. Oh, okay, I see what you're that. saying. I thought you were talking no, about he doesn't, why not yeah, talk about Yeah, he doesn't about talk 9/11. about 9-11 uh, or anything like that. Right, because Ron Paul knows better, you know? <laughs> uh, let me, my phone's going to die, so let me get to my next topic. Um, there's a new video from Homeland Security. It's about uh, future uh, screening technology. Have you? Uh, it's called. Uh, you can go to YouTube. It's FAST coming to an airport near you. What is it? And basically, it stands for it's an acronym: Future Attribute Scanning Technology. And it apparently it, it um, basically it's like a mind reading um, hostility detector. And, you I know, think- it's totally. Yeah, I think totally. Were, yeah, go ahead. I think they were d- using something like this already. They've been testing it. 
Yeah, they're testing it. Like, you know, to see whether somebody looks like they're planning something (laughs) or nervous or whatever. Yeah, to see if, like, malintent minds or something like that. But I I don't think that's really scientific, is it? You could tell if somebody's mad, but can you tell if they're specifically a terrorist or... Oh, absolutely not. I mean, maybe they're nervous yeah, I mean, because they're getting ready to uh, ask somebody to marry them or something like that. Or, or if you've got a big s- business meeting coming up. If you've got somebody who's frustrated and on the verge of uh, exactly. on the verge of uh, saying something nasty to a TSA agent, and it gives them the opportunity to send an agent over to there and to escalate the situation, which is really what law enforcement, uh, by and large, seems to really love to do these days. I'm not saying every law enforcement officer is, a, is about escalation, but I would be willing to bet that every law enforcement officer has done it at some point in their career. Yeah, and the scary thing about this video, it's it's a mobile, like a Winnebago or something, and they said they're going to go to Super Bowls and sporting <laughs> events and sit, or malls and sit outside of it, and you just, they show people going in the little Winnebago. They're asking questions like, are you smuggling in drugs or weapons or something? It's just... And this is a video produced by the Department of Homeland Security? Yeah, it's called Fast. Coming to an airport near you. Well, that sounds uh, intimidating and frightening. And thanks for giving us the head up, uh, heads up on that. Any other thoughts for us tonight? Nope. Thanks for the, uh, taking my call. Eric, thank you. 800-259-9231. That is the SACL CAI toll-free line. We go to Scott in Massachusetts. You're on Free Talk Live. Hello, Scott. Scott. Good evening. Good evening, Ian and Mark. How are on you? The air. What's on your mind tonight? Uh, I was intrigued by your discussion last night about a man who emailed your program about uh, how uh, the U.S. Uh, hordes of uh, uh, illegal aliens, uh, Chinamen, whatever, whatever, what have you, will come over and kill Americans. Uh, it's not far-fetched. Uh, let, let's be honest. Oh, yes, it is. But go ahead. Well, let, 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 let's be honest. We in America have already been overrun with illegal aliens. I'm not saying they're going to butcher everyone, but I'm saying that they are a drag on our health care system, uh, the welfare system. It's not only illegal aliens. Uh, bla- I lump blacks uh, and Hispanics that are already in well, this country. Of course country. you do, because you're a bigot. Yes, I am a bigot. Mm-hmm. And behind it all is Jewish liberalism oh, pushing all of this. The white race in the United States <sighs> is endangered. We are going to be 10th rate citizens. We already are 10th rate citizens of the United States. You could call me a bigot all you want, but <laughs> I, I want will. the white Christian Aryan race. Let me tell you. I'll bring you back, though. Hang on. 800 259 the SACL CAI toll free line. More with Scott the Bigot in moments. And if you've got a question for Scott, call in. Become a Free Talk Live amplifier for just $3 per month. You'll get perks, and you'll help us free more minds worldwide. Visit amp.freetalklive.com. This is Free Talk Live. You can bring up whatever's on your mind. Dial in toll-free at 800-259-9231. The Sickle CAI toll-free line. Tonight, it's Ian with you. And Mark. Join us online at freetalklive.com. The Shrine of Female Listeners is there. Dozens of ladies that have taken the time to send us their validated photo to show they are indeed listeners of the program. You can head over to shrine.freetalklive.com. And if you are a lady listener, uh, the details on how to become part of the Shrine, I believe, are at shrine.freetalklive.com. Do you have existing foreclosures, bankruptcies, judgments, liens, collections, late payments on your credit files? Do you need to increase your credit scores? Well, contact our friends at the Credit Repair Law Firm Chartered. 
If you go to cleaningcredit.com, you'll you'll find them. They're part of the Better Business Bureau for more than six years, and uh, they're listed as the number. One, they're listed as number one in the uh, consumer advocacy section. It's cleaningcredit.com, and they can take care of your credit score for you. All right, we continue here, and Scott the bigot is on the line in Massachusetts, spewing his hateful rhetoric. It's been a bad day for Scott, I'm afraid. Scott, you're back on Free Talk Live. Are you there, sir? Yes, I'm uh, here, gentlemen. Uh, you, you forgot uh, also Scott the bigot and anti-Semite. Don't forget that as well. Well, I think that all it covers it's all, it all one and the same. I'm I'm pretty sure. So uh, as usual, you've come on to uh, to talk about how uh, the you know, as you put it, the white people are in jeopardy of uh, being destroyed by. Immigrants, uh, black people, Jews, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Is that pretty much a recap of what you said that, so far? That, that, that's right. There is definitely a conspiracy to disenfranchise the white Christian Aryan race in the United now, States. Now, are we part of that conspiracy uh, here on Free Talk Live, Mark and myself? Uh, as far as I know, no. I, I side with you for one reason because uh, you, you're against I don't the side government. With you. I hate the U.S. government. Well, I don't. I don't side with you, Scott. I mean, no, I, I didn't say that. But right. I, I hate the U.S. government. I look at it as a menace. It is not. It is not my ally. It's not the ally of white Christian Aryan people. It is. It is. It is a Zionist-occupied government or Zog, and what that means is like U.S. foreign policy, the American Israel Public Affairs Committee. When are, when are you Fat. guys going to go and like move together to the same uh, hateful place? Why don't you guys just start? Hate Wyoming and uh, move together. And Why's Wyoming got to deal with them? Put up a big border. For, somebody's well, going to have places, to deal with them. There's places. It's funny you say that. There are places, for example, uh, in, in in Idaho. Maybe you've heard of the town of Coeur d'Alene. Coeur d'Alene, Idaho. I've heard of them. Yeah. Uh, that's uh, uh, skinheads, Aryans. But but why they, don't you move out there? Why don't you get no. together with your your brethren? No, I I want an America. I want an America. You can't have it. That is. A respectful of white Christian Aryan people. I want we an have been relegated where everybody to... is respectful toward everybody else, and everybody no. understands that we're all just human beings, regardless of whatever our skin color is, or our eye colors are, or what uh, plot of land we were born it's on. It's not to. only eye color. It has to do with the white Christian Aryan people have been relegated to 10th rate status. We have been disenfranchised. <laughs> In this country, we have lost our rights through affirmative action. I'll tell you what, Scott, I want to get to uh, the phone calls here. People want to talk to you. Let's go to John listening in Illinois on the amp line. John, you're on with Scott the Bigot. Okay, Scott, uh, I have a quick question for you. Uh, What do you do for a living, sir? I work on people of Jewish descent on a regular basis. Go ahead, let him answer the question. Go ahead, Scott. Say that again. (laughs) What do you do for a living? I work on self employed, I work on sales. Okay, so if a if a Jewish person or a, a minority, a non-Christian, anyone came up to you, would you do business with them or no? No. 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 You you do sales, but you won't do sales with people who aren't white. I I I, uh, I practice what I preach. I I do business with whom I choose to do business with. Uh, like in the in the Liberty Movement, you uh you you have a right uh, or not to if you don't want to talk to police officers or whatever. Not always, but what sometimes you have the right under law not to. I have the right to uh, to freely practice business practices with whom I choose to uh, to do business with. That's I wouldn't not dispute against that. the U.S. Constitution. You do have the right to, to cut your nose off to uh, despite no, your to face. Despite your face, yes. Uh, so go ahead with the, uh, you have a follow up question, John. Yeah. Uh, so Scott, let's pretend we have some kind of a scenario where. You were, let's say, the chancellor of the United States 
where you had absolute power of the United States. What would you do to these hated groups that you, you know, just can't stand, that you really want to get rid of? What would you do to them? You asked me a frank question, I'll give you a frank answer. I would want blacks to be exported back to Africa. I would want Jews to be relegated where they're not harmless. I'd like to put them, if I had the power, what? What? On, on the island wait, off wait, of Madagascar. Wait, slow down. Uh, the... Scott, slow down. You wanted Jews to be relegated to what? I want Jews to be sent to Madagascar, which is off Africa. Why Madagascar? It's far enough away. It's isolated. <laughs> but where, they if... couldn't, where they could not control and meddle in the world's affairs. And even then, they still would. You want to put up like uh, a big fence around it, like Escape from New York, that kind of thing? Yeah, I wish I, I, I wish I, in a fantasy world, I wish I could. Wow, that's so uh, crazy. But, now, how would you discern a Jew from someone else? Like, I don't know this to be true. Good question. But, um, you know, like, I guess, I guess, I don't think a lot of people really can prove Jewishness. I think, it, uh, to some extent, it's cultural. Um, because you know they claim that uh, Jew, their, their Jewishness passes down from their mother mother's side, but they'll be half Jewish, and then their, you know, some, one of their ancestors was half Jewish. So they're really just like a drop of blood Jewish, but they'll call themselves Jewish. Jews, Jew, first of all, well, let me answer that question. Jews are, are not a religion. They're a race of people like blacks. Uh, but like, how do you uh, tell blacks? I mean, say that, that was going to be my next question. Right. Is how do you deter, anyway, discern go a on. Black? You, were, you were saying, I, 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 I'll follow if, up. As far as I'm concerned, if you have a, a one parent who's either Jewish or, in my opinion anyway, a father or mother, it's, it's regardless of who, you are Jewish. But to be Christian, you have to have both parents that are Christian. How, Why how is will that? You deter- wait, wait. How well, will you determine? There's plenty of people who convert to Christianity. Um, what if your father I'm glad you mentioned that. Converting to Christianity Jewish. has no bearing at all. Let me give you an analogy. If you had a bottle of ketchup uh-huh. and you slap the, the label mustard on it, it's still ketchup. <laughs> Jewish blood does not alter. It's unadulterated. <laughs> it's Jewish blood. It cannot be altered. It's different than Gentile But blood. you still didn't really su- substantially answer the question. Right. What, if, yeah. what if dad is half Jewish, but mom is not Jewish? Am I Jewish? Yes, you are. What if dad is one quarter Jewish and mom is not Jewish? That makes me you an are. eighth Jewish. Yes, you are. So is it one drop of Jewish blood? Yes. How do you discern <laughs> if someone has this drop of Jewish blood? Is it the uh, surname only? No, through lineage, through racial traits like the hook But I could, I'm adopted, Scott. I can't even tell you what my real lineage is. I mean, what are you going to do? Do a DNA analysis on no. every American so that you can export no. some to Madagascar? No. I'm saying that, <laughs> that, that, that the Jews in this country have done irreparable harm. Do you want me to... Re- re- Tell you a few things that, no, that, that they I have really, done. I really don't. Because <laughs> no. your plan's unworkable. It John, doesn't matter what you rattle on about. It's crazy. You don't have an answer. I have an answer. I have an answer that the world has been harmed. This country has been harmed. And if your readers don't believe me, your an listeners, answer. rather, complaint. and they think that I'm a crackpot. The, the harm that's been done, Scott, is by people in search of power. And they they align themselves with various right. different religions. They like religions. to pit one group of people against another. Right, right. and you're essentially, you're essentially acting as one of their dupes because you have fallen for uh, the idea that human beings are somehow uh, split along these imaginary lines that, uh, as you point out, you can't even, or as we've pointed out here, you can't even discern the difference between these people. How about black people? You said you wanted to take black people out of the country, Scott. How will you discern who's black? Oh, it's known as high visibility. They have high visibility. But you some can black see people, black, some, just like you can see the sun that's out. Some some black people are less black than others. So I mean, they're what, still black. Well, one of, our, black, one of our one of our co-hosts call them a mulatto. One of our co-hosts is uh, was two in the past was I think two percent black. 
How would you? Have, he looked very white to me. How would you uh, figure him out? He's still black. But right. How would you determine that? Sometimes you can't. Sometimes they they can get away with it. They can they can pass. There are people that have don't know. John, go ahead. Sorry. What if they don't know? And also, um, I just separate question. Uh, what if let's say you deport everyone to Madagascar, and I, I don't know how you know. Are you going to blockade them? Are you going to big, big, you know make them stay in camps in Madagascar, or are you going to let them have their own society? And what if their society becomes really successful? Are you going to feel the need to invade them in order to kick them back down? I'm, I'm just curious. I want to understand. I Thanks, John. mentioned Madagascar because that was uh, that, that's where the Nazi National Socialists wanted to. Uh, they had a plan to put them there where they great. could be following relegated. in your great leader's footsteps. Hang on, more. Uh, we're going to bring Scott back because more people have questions for him. 800-259-9231. This is Free Talk Live. This program is brought to you by Freekeen.com. Freekeen.com features audio, video, and blogs chronicling the transition to a voluntary society. Freekeen.com also has comments and discussion forums so you can be heard. Freekeen.com. This is Free Talk Live. You can take control of the airwaves. Dial in toll-free at 800-259-9231. The SACL CAI toll-free line. 1-800-259-9231 tonight. It's Ian with you. And Mark. Join us online. Freetalklive.com is the place to go. The wiki is there. You can go to wikiwiki.freetalklive.com. You can edit virtually anything you see there. It's like the listener-editable version of our program, or our our website, rather. wiki.freetalklive.com. Also... Join us. Join Free Talk Live at the upcoming 2010 Liberty Forum. It's happening in just over a week's time. Starting up on March 18th, wrapping up on the 21st. It's going to be happening in Nashua, New Hampshire at the beautiful Crown Plaza Hotel. And the tickets are going fast. So make sure you lock yours up while you still can and get a, get a room in the hotel while it's still available as well. Uh, head over to freestateproject.org slash Liberty Forum. Again, Free Talk Live broadcasting the entire weekend. Judge uh, Andrew Napolitano is one of the distinguished speakers they have there, and there are a couple dozen other folks uh, that will be, or at least what, what, what appears to be a couple dozen, maybe just under that amount, but there's a lot of people going to be speaking at the upcoming Liberty Forum. It's a great event, all kinds of things going on, after-hours parties, dinner uh, get-togethers, and there's also the Alternatives Expo. There's an entire other event going on in the hotel that doesn't even have uh, officially anything to do with the Free State Project, except for the fact that it was started by some free staters who wanted to expand the uh, the event to include things that weren't on the official event schedule. So there's just a lot going on all the same weekend. Uh, there's going to be a 420 celebration, I think, on Saturday afternoon. That's unofficial. So there's all kinds of unofficial things that kind of uh, coincide with the Liberty Forum. Should be a lot of fun. Looking forward to seeing many of our listeners there. And go to freestateproject.org slash libertyforum. Use our discount code FTL to save 10%. That's FTL. Saves you 10% at freestateproject.org slash libertyforum. Right back to your phone calls. Scott is still with us. Scott the Bigot on the line in Massachusetts. Scott has uh, been able to indulge him uh, in his fantasies here tonight. He's uh, talking about how he wants to relegate everybody except for uh, white Aryan uh, Protestants to Madagascar. No, uh, well, so he was going to put the blacks on Africa, and so it's it's the African continent in general. Jews go to Madagascar. What about uh, ch- Chinese people? Uh, is it just it, you want to kick out everybody but white people, right? White Christians, Scott. I want a a uh, an America uh, of white Christians, uh, white Catholics, 
uh, could join could join with uh, white white Protestants. Where where do uh, the where do the Indians go? American Indians. Uh, this is a fantasy that uh, that, that I. The, the Indians include. would remain on their on their on their reservations. Uh, they, they 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 basically uh, they uh, they basically have been beaten down so much they could remain on there. So what? So pretty much, you want to kick everybody else out besides white Protestant uh, Catholics or Protestants? Is that right? That's 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 pretty much. So therefore, Anyone I as a uh, panentheist uh, would uh, would not be allowed. Say that again. Uh, I as a panentheist would not be allowed. What's a panentheist? A, a panentheist. I, I used to use the term pantheist, but Dale and I had a discussion on the Free Keen Forum recently about uh, what the difference Making between words. the difference between pantheist and panentheist. Uh, the the difference is that a, a pantheist believes that all is God, and a panentheist believes that all is a part of God, basically. So I, I, it's kind of still within the pantheist view, but it's a little bit more specific way of uh, of citing it and uh, and speaking about it. But so it he's is, got his own little made up religion. It is definitely not Christi- it is definitely not Christianity. I uh, I look at Christianity with a lot of wrongs. Uh, I, I look at it more through a racial aspect, where I would like, uh, uh, when I mean Aryan, blue eyes, blonde hair. So, uh, fair what do you complexion. do with the black Christians? I mean, there's a lot of them. No, no, they're, they're not Christians. <laughs> they're all no. posers, Mark. Don't you get it? It's all part of the no, Jewish the race, plot. The, 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 the race poisons it all. I see. Uh, wow. Okay. As, as said, this is so you're going to kick out Christians. Race. It has nothing to do with religion. So wait, you you're going to kick out Christians that don't have blonde hair and blue eyes as well? That's right. Now, what, what do what? you look like, Scott? Really? You are I so have... unbelievable. Are you for real? Yes, I am. Like this real. whole time, uh, have you been putting us on? No. Is this a, I is this an act? I look at America today as a racial cesspool. Uh, you... They call it a melting pot, though, but it's a racial cesspool. Somebody found you on on Facebook. Where do I end up? I? I mean, I've got brown hair and brown eyes. Uh, I'm not. I'm not entire. Be... I don't claim a race. Uh, let me tell you, so you You'll can laugh at Kenya, me, you Mark. can ridicule me all you want, but race is the most important thing through history. If you look at history, uh, people think economics, whatever, it all comes back to race. Hey, Scott, are you on Facebook? I don't even use a computer. <laughs> well, How do you listen to the show? Scott, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. That can't be true. How do you listen to the show? I have various ways. <laughs> what is that supposed to mean? <laughs> well, why don't you be honest with us, Scott? Yeah. Now you're now you're lying to me. No, I'm not lying. Well, what is your what is your various way? What are some of your various ways? Well, I'm, I'm, I listen to you on Saturday nights. I uh, and and I uh, and uh, I, I try to get you uh, on the radio. I do get you on Saturday nights. Okay, and so you're just you're not even listening when you call. Yes, in I then? do. Look, there are times I I I I I I would rather uh, I I have access to a. Uh, I'm not really computer literate, but I'm able to. Uh, to uh, to get you uh, to get you on a uh, on a computer. I don't like computers. Okay, so you you are so then you are using a computer to to listen to the show. Some yeah yes. Tell you what, we uh, got to get back li- to another phone call here. People want to ask questions of Scott the bigot, yeah. and David is one of them. David in Texas, you're on with Scott. David, Texas, on with Scott the bigot. How y'all doing? David, you're on with Scott. Go for it. Hey, uh, well, first off, I think that. Uh, Scott, it's 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 kind of sad that you, that you have the feelings that you have. Um, to be honest with you, I understand some of your feelings, but but I think that your 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 rage and your hatred and all that is misdirected. First of all, the irony of the whole thing is that 
let's say there really was a second coming, one of those individuals that would be in Madagascar would be your your Jesus himself, because he was 100% Jewish. So Not to mention you know, uh, he was also not white. That's right. So you, you have this sort of Aramaic-looking, Ethiopian, maybe Eretian-looking, dreadlocks Jew <laughs> who you might send back to send back to Africa if he if he came here but but even though I think that that Scott is making some 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 uh some pretty some pretty sad points I think there is one point that he did mention that I that I do find has a little bit of traction which is the idea of disenfranchisement and um it, it's slightly off subject in the sense that it's not a racial issue per se but there is an issue, if you look back into the history of our country, about the use of race in sort of a backhanded way through the passage of the 14th Amendment, which I think many of the patriots listening out there will, will, will probably be nodding their head in the sense that the 14th Amendment was used to enfranchise blacks and disenfranchise whites and do a little shell game trick and say, hey, how about we make all of these people... American citizens or United States citizens, and they created a new political subdivision that prior to the 1860s had not, had not existed. Right. And, the, and the race card was definitely played by a bunch of bigots at the time, ironically, in a switch, in a, in a, in a sort of a bait and switch. These people were not um, what you would consider racially tolerant but they used the race card in order to get a bunch of, to, to get the, the mass of the, of the United States, of the populace, to... To enslave um, everyone, uh, basically, right? To, uh, exactly correct. Right, rather than ending uh, slavery of black people. Thank you, by the way, for the call, uh, David. Yeah, so rather than uh, ending the slavery of black people, they just uh, expanded slavery to include everybody else, but at the same time used the uh the, the so-called liberation of black people as a cover for what they did was which is what he was saying there was creating the, the class of citizen uh in this country which is basically what the 14th amendment did as, as i understand it yeah the 14th amendment uh, has been uh, blamed for a lot of stuff all right so uh scott are you still with us yes i am all right steve has some comments for you steve in ontario you're on with scott the bigot good evening gentlemen go ahead steve well i've got to say like I, I own a small business, and my customers come in the door, and all color, creed, belief, everything. And they're all they're all people, and I think all people want to be good people for the most part. There's obviously bad apples in every batch, but I, I mean, Scott, I think so, what has happened in my mind, anyways, is that there has. Governments have always been about divide and conquer, and I believe in in my mind, in a certain sense, that yes, I mean initially the blacks were were utilized as they became citizens, and government officials will always use every opportunity to divide the people. And as more immigrants are brought in, I, I live in Canada here, and they just came out with a news report today that. Within 10 years, less than 50% of the people in the country of Canada, which you think of Eskimos and, you know, igloos yep, and white there's, people. Yeah, definitely and, things are changing. Thank you for the calls. Uh, hour three is coming up. You can bring up anything free talk live. 
This Your Family Today tip is brought to you by Nestle Carnation Evaporated Milk, the cooking milk that makes life richer. For rich and creamy recipes, visit us at thecookingmilk.com. We all have our roster of recipes, but eating the same dishes over and over becomes boring. Instead of throwing them out and starting from scratch, play with different ingredients to give new flavor to old standards. Try Thai spices instead of your usual Italian seasonings. That just might do the trick. For more tips like these, visit us at parenthood.com slash yourfamilytoday. This is Free Talk Live as we launch into the third hour of the program. We invite you to take control of the airwaves and bring up whatever's on your mind. Toll free, 800-259-9231. That number brought to you by SACL CAI. 1-800-259-9231. Tonight, it's Ian with you. And Mark. And you can join us online at freetalklive.com. The features are free, so enjoy those on us. Again, that's freetalklive.com. We will take your calls about anything, Mark. You've got a couple stories uh, that you wanted to share tonight in regards to beer and pot. So pick okay. one. Well, and start just, with that. Just pick one. All right. Well, we'll get to. Well, hopefully, we'll get to both. But yeah, they're two separate stories. That's the theory. From uh, Philly.com, troopers raid popular bars for unlicensed beers. Mm. It was Elliot Ness and the Untouchables, uh, as played by the Keystone Cops. More than a dozen armed state police officers conducted simultaneous raids last week on three popular Philadelphia bars known for their wide beer selections. The cops confiscated hundreds of bottles of expensive ales and lagers, now in state police custody. (laughs) Custody. I bet they'll take real good care of them. At an undisclosed location. Do you think that... In in an undisclosed cooler. (laughs) Right, exactly. An undisclosed poker party for the uh, the cops now that they've got all the free beer they could possibly drink. They would never do that, would they? The cops, they're good, good, honest people. They would never take someone's unlicensed beer and and use it for their own devices. The alleged offense, although the bar owners had bought the beer legally from licensed Pennsylvania distributors and had paid all the necessary taxes, the police claimed that huh. nobody had registered the premise um, the the precise names of the beers with the state liquor control board, a process wow. that requires the brewers or their importers to pay a $75 registration fee for each product they want to sell in Pennsylvania. Based on a complaint from someone the state police refused to identify, three teams of officers converged last Thursday on the three bars run by Leah uh, Maida and her husband, Brendan uh, Hartraft, uh, checking their inventories against the state's official li- list of more than 2,800 brands. Wait a minute. So I'm a little confused. The they cops seed four kegs and uh, 317 bottles totaling uh, 60.9 gallons of beer, according to the uh, police calculations point of information they paid taxes on these beers but they weren't they legally purchased and paid taxes on these beers but yet they weren't registered with the state right the beers themselves didn't pay whatever uh the 75 dollar fee to register their specific beer so if you have ian's beer um, like ian's brewing company yeah and then you create ian's unreasonable lager and um yeah. ian's uh you know uh, specious argument ale Mm-hmm. And you have uh, Ian's um, absolute insanity uh, porter. 
Okay. Now you might have paid on the specious argument ale and the uh, unreasonable uh, lager, but you didn't pay on the what was the the porter? The porter. Was, I don't know. Okay. Something about being crazy. Yeah. Yeah. That's right. The absolutely crazy uh, porter. So the absolute crazy porter, <laughs> you didn't pay the seventy-five dollar fee on. Then that one, even though I, Mark's, uh, you know, just trying to make a dollar bar, uh, I bought all three of the brands. However, since you didn't pay the fee, then the cops are claiming that although I bought and did everything I needed to do, they came and take a, take, took away the porter that I had because you didn't pay the fee. Right. So you, as the bar owner, are SOL out all kinds of cash. Because I didn't, uh, you know. I, you should have checked it against the state's list. I guess if the state even gives its list. Yeah. God knows what it'll be like trying to get that list. Mm. I, I still am confused because it says that they paid the taxes on that beer. They did. So the people who are selling the beer also are uh, liable. Well, the distributors um, didn't get hit. Of course, they've got the big, the good deal with the uh, with the state. Of course, they don't go after the distributors. They go after the the end guy because mm-hmm. well, there'll always be somebody to take over a bar's place, right? Um, yeah. So they um they pay they pay their taxes through the distributor, but they you know the beer itself, the manufacturer, the I brewer see. of the beer didn't pay their their uh, registration fee okay. on that particular beer. So they came in and raided this bar. Over yeah. that. Three bars. In fact, according to Meta, uh, more than half the beer removed by the state police was properly registered, but the cops couldn't find it on their list because of clerical errors or blatant ineptitude between the police and the liquor control board with whom the officers were conferring by telephone. She estimated the total value of confiscated stock at $7,200, representing about 20 brands, um, some of which go by multiple names. So... So the position of the bar owner is that a bunch of these beers are actually, in point of fact, on the list. It's just that you bureaucrats are so incompetent, your list is, number one, inaccurate. Number two, you can't communicate with one another effectively because uh, even though they were on the phone with the other bureaucrats, they still weren't able to uh, to ascertain correctly, uh, according to her, which beers yeah, were and she, were not she on the She fillets list. these people. Let me go on here. All right. So, for instance, the cops grabbed Monk's Cafe Sour Flemish Red Ale. Which is even uh, you know more complicated than the names that I gave for your uh, fictitious beers. The beer has uh, been sold through the state at dozens of restaurants and distributors for the last seven years. The brand appears on the state's uh, um, online list as Monk's Cafe Ale. Oh. It's on tap seven days a week at the Center City Bar, after which it was named Monk's Cafe at um, 16th and Spruce Streets in mm-hmm. Pennsylvania. They didn't raid those guys. But that wasn't enough to keep the state police from confiscating 20 bottles and three kegs of the supposedly illegal ale at the three bars run by Meta and Hartreft, uh, Resurrection Ale House, and you know, they give the addresses where these places are. Mm-hmm. Meta said the state police also confiscated bottles of Duvel, a popular ale imported from Belgium that was widely advertised and available for at at least 200 bars throughout the city and suburbs. Huh. The beer appears on the PLCB list as Duvel beer, which um, its label reads Duvel Belgian Golden Ale. No actual investigation was done, Meta said in an email to the Daily News. The police sent a shoddily typed list to the PLCB. Jeez. Some drone fed it into a machine verbatim and returned what came back without even trying to offer us the benefit of the doubt by double checking on some of the so called unregistered beers. Well, why offer a benefit of the doubt? I mean, if you were to take. If you were to do that, then you'd actually have to take the time to care about something. You'd actually have to pay some attention. And working for the government means you'd never have to say you're sorry. Now, Maida says um, she's acknowledged that it appears that some of the confiscated brands may not have been properly registered. Maida said that about half appeared on the state's registration list in some form, though. My main beef with this whole uh, 
convoluted situation is the PLCB is the sole register of a set of products that they do not even know the names of, mm. she said. So, um, wow. yeah, right. And, and then they're going after the end, the bar owner, once again, forcing businesses to be their enforcement arm. Yeah. Look. If, to make them afraid of buying go, beer. Go after the manufacturer. Don't go after and go after the distributor. How about just go away? Yeah, that much is best. But, um, you know, why the why the bar owner here? The distributor sold it. Distributor can hire a lawyer, I guess, uh, more easily than the uh, beer. The, bar the beer owner? company shipped it to the distributor. Is there more? These are the people. There's plenty more, but I mean, this basically. Wow. Um, she, Outrageous. She, yeah, that she she went over the story here. Actually, it goes on for a very long time. This particular story, but um, you know, nuts, nuts. Yeah, it really is, and it's just so sad. It's just so sad. I mean, the idea that that people can't just be left to their own business, that you can't just allow somebody to open up a bar. And sell uh, alcohol to people. Why is that such a bad thing? One more point on this that I'd like to uh, um, to go. Now remember, they went after these three bars that were owned by these people. They didn't go after um, a a bunch of different bars that might have been doing this. Right, and Um, it was on a tip. Right. This is the um, uh, this is the cop here saying. Latore said that the investigation was sparked by a citizen complaint. Mm -hmm. It doesn't matter where the complaint is coming from. He said, if there is merit to the complaint, we have to follow through with it. We received a complaint regarding the licensee bringing in unregistered beers, and we confirmed it with the Pennsylvania Liquor Control Board that the certain brands were not registered. So, who do you think complained? Their com- uh, competition. Isn't this disgusting? I mean, this we don't is, know that, but I'm speculating. How, how would anyone even know that a beer had to be registered on this list unless they were in that business? Yeah. I mean, how else would they know? It's either somebody who worked for this board, which obviously um, it, it doesn't seem like because they would have done a better job checking, it seems, or um, it was just some the competition. Yeah. Somebody who remains nameless, bears no onus of responsibility, and just snipes these, just shoots these people in the back. You know, disgusting. some disgusting uh, coward did this. Toll free number 800 259 9231. That's the SACL CAI toll free line. So, what happens with the beer? It's supposedly being kept uh, safely with the police. Will it possibly be returned? Not likely. It Don't is, imagine. Well, beer ages too. I mean, it yeah, takes, it takes a long time. Um, to you know, It takes a long time for these things to go through. This, this beer is lost. The $7,200 worth of inventory lost. 1-800-259-9231, the SACL CAI toll-free line. Take control of the airwaves. Bring up what you want. More about the uh, insanity of the police state coming up here in moments. On Free Talk Live, we talk about investing in gold and silver as a hedge against inflation, investment, and barter currency. We've teamed up with Midas Resources to offer you some great rates on some hand-picked gold and silver pieces. U.S. Eagles, British Sovereigns, 20 Francs, Lakota Nation Silver Rounds, Montana Silver Reserves, and Walking Liberty Halves. Call 877-857-9938 or go to gold.freetalklive.com. The shipping is the same for one as it is for 20, so try to get as many as you can all at once. Gold.freetalklive.com. This is Free Talk Live. You can bring up what you want. Dial in toll-free at 800-259-9231. Take control of the airwaves tonight. It's Ian with you. And Mark. Inviting you to our website, freetalklive.com. We've got a bunch of different ways for you to uh, get interactive with the show. One of them is our bulletin board system with over 500,000 posts. Serious issues, silly nonsense. You'll find it all free at bbs.freetalklive.com. Critical thinking question. 
Why would something that's so good for us, like government education, need to be imposed on us with the use of force and funded by the use of force? Well, maybe something else is going on. School Sucks Podcast is a show about the end of government education. You can visit schoolsucksproject.com to learn more. That's schoolsucksproject.com. I had a nice little experience today, just kind of as an aside before we get back to the police state stuff. Uh, I had a nice little experience today here in Keene, New Hampshire, where, of course, we are producing this uh, radio program. Uh, Mark and myself moved here as part of the Free State Project a few years ago. And uh, Sam from the Obscure Truth Network, ObscureTruth.com, Sam and I and Meg uh, went out today to uh, do a little bit of voter outreach. There was one of the local school board elections today where apparently... The voters were given the opportunity to vote between increasing the school board budget and increasing it more. <laughs> so that was your choice uh, if you went to go and vote in Keene today. And we, uh, so Sam was asking people some questions as they were coming out. We were handing out some of our flyers uh, promoting FreeKeen.com and Obscured Truth and Free Talk Live and all of our uh, wonderful Liberty Media here in town. Uh, so we were flyering people as they were coming out of the voting location. And uh, Sam was asking some questions. One guy came out. He asked him how he felt about the choices that he had to vote, and he said he didn't like it. Uh, he wishes that uh, he could choose, you know, something else besides voting for more funding. And he basically, Sam said, "Well, well, what do you want to do about this?" And he said, "Well, I was hoping that uh, we could leave it to the younger people, suggesting that we would be able to uh, to make a difference here, and that we could come to the come to their rescue and." You know, somehow change things to where this tyranny, uh, tyrannical situation where government just keeps forcing more uh, programs down our throat and more cost increase down our throat. And then a few moments later, a nice uh, young lady came out and he struck up a conversation with her. And this one went on for a while where we just talked about education and, and the funding uh, sources for it and market education and the government and public education and just kind of just had a lengthy conversation. Turns out that lady, who was very, very nice, was uh, the head of the Keen Cares organization, which is a local uh, group that essentially lobbies for more government education funding. And so it was basically the two sides, right? I mean, we were uh, in favor of market education, getting the government out of schools completely. And there were some things that she had agreed with us on. And she was relatively agreeable in general. And she made a comment uh, to the point of, well, she was so glad that we could have this conversation and there wasn't any yelling or screaming going on. Uh, it was a very positive comment on her part that we were able to uh, to converse without the typical uh, trappings of politics, because generally when you find people uh, on opposing sides of an issue in the political system, ah! they scream, they yell, they chant, they uh, they wave signs and they you know they get very loud. And we weren't doing that. And, and it made it so we could have a conversation because when people are screaming and yelling, they're not conversing. They're not listening. They're not uh, thinking. They're just yelling out their uh, their their slogans and their their yeah. talking points. So that was kind of cool. And she also mentioned that I guess she'd heard something on the radio about our uh, about our viewpoints. And I'm not sure if she was talking about Free Talk Live or or what she was uh, what she was referencing. But it was just a good positive conversation that you know it showed her because she'd never seen anybody from FreeKeen.com. She was aware of FreeKeen.com, which is our blog site here in town where we talk about liberty oriented things. So she was aware of what we were doing there, but she'd never met any of us. And so this was her first time actually meeting us, and she was very pleased that we weren't a bunch of, well, you know, loudmouth, uh, obnoxious uh, people. Shoving cameras in her face? 
there were no cameras in this particular instance, though just Sam did have his his camera in his car. <laughs> Um, but nonetheless, I just thought it was a nice little uh, a nice little time that we had because well we weren't yelling at anybody and it, it allowed for some level of connection to uh, to occur there essentially between two relatively opposing sides which is funny too because we both want the same thing I mean she wants good education for, for children and I want great education to be available for everybody so we want the same things it's just that the method of approaching the problem is different. Her method is, well, kind of the typical inside the system, we need more funding to make education better kind of method. And our method is, well, the system is broken, and we need to get the system out of education, and so education can be left to the marketplace. Maybe eventually, after we have enough conversations, uh, pleasant conversations, we'll be able to come to a greater understanding of each other. And who knows what that'll lead to. I think that that's where it's got to go. You know, you're not going to get anybody on on your side by chanting at them. Yeah, and it was Sam's original intention to go out with a megaphone today, and I, I said to him, you know, I... I just don't really feel like this is an appropriate megaphone kind of an event. Um, it's a voting thing. It's not like there's a crowd of people. A megaphone to me seems to be something that's appropriate when you've got a crowd of people that you need to address with some sort of message. But if you're, if you've got people just trailing into a voting location, it didn't really seem like it would work. And so he left the megaphone in the car. We went up. We just stood and handed out some flyers. And I think that was definitely the best way to go about it. Cool. So we kind of live and we learn, we try new things, and uh, we adjust our our uh, approaches as necessary. So come on up, go to freestateproject.org, learn more about the movement of liberty-loving people all converging into the same place and getting active for freedom. In fact, the Free State Project's website, currently the counter is sitting at 9,986, 14 away from 10,000, 14 away from the halfway point. And then it'll be downhill from there. we got to go to 20,000, and then the project will be complete. Now, almost 800 are actually here in New Hampshire already. So just because it's not at 20,000 yet doesn't mean you can't move. In fact, you should move sooner rather than later. So freestateproject.org, get on board. All right, Mark, uh, let's go to the pot story. You had a beer story where some folks were raided. Their bars were raided by the police, the Alcohol Enforcement Board. They stole $7,000 worth of alcohol. But that's not the only uh, vice that uh, the the government likes to crack down on. Yeah, um, you know, <laughs> the the bar owners that lost seventy two hundred dollars worth of uh, imported ales and lagers because the police claim that they weren't properly registered, even though they're wrong um, on a good deal of them. They didn't get it near as bad as this story. This is from the raw story. Yeah, they didn't go to jail, right? They no. just had their stuff stolen. Yeah, just lost seventy two hundred dollars worth of stuff. They're not going to get back, and they might as well just forget about it. For being caught with just over a quarter pound of pot, 54-year-old Henry Walter Wooten will likely spend the rest of his life behind bars, thanks to a jury in Tyler, Texas. Wow. His prosecutor, Smith County Assistant District Attorney Richard Vance, originally sought a sentence of 99 years over the 4.6 ounces of marijuana Mm. police found in Wooten's vehicle, according to published reports. So if somebody's got 4.6 ounces, Ian... um, are they dealing? Are they, you know, is this personal consumption? What are you doing? It, it, it's it's likely he was uh, he was selling it, but there are some people that'll buy a, a quarter pounds for personal consumption just because you get a quantity break. Yeah, how long? I mean, you're smoking a lot of pot if you're, uh, you know, smoking a QP yeah, before you put it, it goes in a, bad, you right? Put it in a freezer and it won't go bad ever. I mean, I don't know if ever is the case, but I mean, you're certainly going to slow down the degradation of the of the product. Okay. Some would say it's not good to put a, a pot in the freezer, but I've never found that to be the case. 
Wooten was reportedly caught smoking pot within 1,000 feet of a daycare center within the radius oh, of the so-called drug-free zone. Tipped off by the smell, police would later search the man's vehicle only to discover his cannabis stash on oh, digital no. scale. Let's. Is there more here? Oh, yes. Let's go. We'll get to that here in a moment. 800-259-9231. Sickle CAI. Toll. Freeline. Digital scale. Also kind of another indicator of possible selling. But so what? Leave the guy alone. More coming up. It's Free Talk Live. You can listen to Free Talk Live on the radio via podcast, the webcam, and our live streams at freetalklive.com. Not enough options? Now you can listen to Free Talk Live from any phone, anywhere. Add this number to your phone, 760-569-7752. It's a long-distance call, so make sure you're familiar with your phone's calling plan. The Free Talk Live listen lines are airing the latest episode of Free Talk Live 24 hours a day, including our live shows. Call 760-569-7752. That's 760-569-7752. This is Free Talk Live. You can take control of the airwaves. Dial in toll-free at 800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line. And tonight, it's Ian with you. And Mark. You can join us online at freetalklive.com. we got our webcam there and our chat room, both built into the same page. So head over to cam.freetalklive.com and see that for yourself. That's cam.freetalklive.com. It is totally free. Unlike those other talk show hosts who want to charge you just to even see their webcam. I mean, it's just crazy what they try charging people for on those other talk show websites. Head over to cam.freetalklive.com. Enjoy it for free. All right. So, uh, Mark, you're, you just started a story about a guy who uh, was busted in Texas, Tyler, Texas. He happened to be smoking pot within the 1,000-foot radius or 1,000-foot radius. Yeah, it's a radius, right? Yeah. 1,000-foot radius of a school. A or daycare center, daycare actually. daycare center. In this case, because he was probably going to deal pot to the... Uh, the four-year-olds. Four yeah. Right. Real likely. Uh, so, But but he actually, they busted him, and they found that he had a quarter pound of marijuana. Is that right? Yeah, and, and a scale. Was that in his car? As, as I understand it, they uh, tipped off by the smell of police would later search the man's vehicle, only discover his cannabis stash in a digital scale, according Got to it. the Tyler Morning Telegraph. So they, they busted him, and he's been sentenced to 35 years? Yes. And they tried to get him in for 99 years? Yes. And the reason for this is because of the school zone thing. That's why it's even more serious than it normally would be? I guess. Okay. Wooten, who was convicted of two felonies in the 80s, was also accused of marijuana possession in a drug-free zone in 2008. Mm. The paper noted drug-free zones or parameters around schools, playgrounds, churches, and other selected institutions or organizations mandate specifically stronger penalties for anyone caught with illegal substances in the wrong side of that boundary. They are... They were passed in the 80s amid a surge of the popularity of crack cocaine, which the U.S. Central Intelligence Agency has later found to uh, have aided the distribution of. Um, that's the CIA aided distribution. The Justice Policy Institute, a Washington-based think tank, reported in 2006 that drug-free zones have done little to enhance public safety. Right. They absolutely do nothing to uh, enhance public health or safety. No, they just create more draconian penalties. Right. And and they play on people's uh, deepest fears of their children, as if drug dealers want to deal drugs to your toddler. Um, in this case, it was within 1,000 feet of a, a daycare center. Yeah. Yeah. Crazy. Yeah. Absolutely nuts. Uh, because people, preschoolers don't have any money. <laughs> you know, if your kid is old enough to be making money, okay, the drug dealers will likely sell something. Some of Teenagers, them will, yeah. Some, some of them will likely sell something to your teenager, 16, 17, 18-year-old kid. But it's also pretty unlikely. Some will unlikely, probably go younger than that. Some won't. It's also pretty unlikely that 
a drug dealer is going to be hanging out outside of a high school trying to make sales. The sales that are being done on high school or, or in the areas of high schools are being done by the high school students. Absolutely. Uh, because the dealers are on campus all the time. It's not like there's some... 35-year-old guy like lurking outside after school and kids go up to him and buy the buy their drugs from it. That is far less likely than them just going up to their friend in the hallway at school and getting but their drugs from them. The nature of drugs is that it passes several hands, all getting younger as it goes down. Right. Somebody, some 35-year-old at some point sold a quarter pound of pot to the 17-year-old who then distributes Shoot, it at no school. 17-year-old got a QP. It's very, 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 very rare. Okay, whatever. Sell, sold an ounce to uh, the uh, the 17 17-year-old at uh, at school, and then they go and they part it out and they distribute it to their there friends at school. The Justice Policy Institute of Washington-based Think Tank reported in 2006 drug-free zones have done little to enhance public health or safety and have instead disproportionately targeted minorities, according to the Associated Press. We just hope Texas Department of Criminal Justice can uh, free up room for this menace to society. Maybe the state can release a child molester or serial arsonist to find a cell for Wooten. The Houston Press scoffed on uh, Friday uh, during blog post. Maybe they will. Seems likely. The fact is, if, if you are out of beds, yes, but they just keep building beds. There's an industry behind this. Yeah. The fact is that most of you who are reading this article will probably believe that sentencing a person to prison for 35 years for the possession of a non-toxic, non-addicting, all-natural substance that has proven anti-cancer cap- capabilities is not really protecting society from anything dangerous. You would be right. Post in the Texas Normal Forum. He might have been stupid choosing his location to medicate. After all, it was Tyler, Texas. But nobody should spend a day in a steel cage for medicating, much much less their entire life or 35 years. And he's in his 50s. Yeah. Wooten's <laughs> sentence is identical to the punishment it's dealt to. It's a death to, sentence. Yeah, it is. De- ad- ad- identical to the one dealt to Alejandro Orello. Or Oreloa. I mean, how many people are likely to make it? He's mid fifties, thirty-five year sentence. I mean, ninety. How how likely is an, a man, an American man, average age of what uh, death age of uh, passing away is what seventy-three or something like that? I don't know, but you're not. Uh, you know, you don't get the best medical attention. Right. You don't get the best medical attention. There's uh, likely uh, various different things lurking about diseases and things like that in there. It's not the most sanitary of places. So not very likely he's going to see that he's not going to finish out his term. Yeah, unless they get him out somehow. Boy, I hope they do. That's so, so terrible. Alejandro Orellola um, was given 35 years in jail by a jury in Del Rio, Texas. This, this is, is another guy. These are people that are taking their tri- their their cases to trial. Just so you're clear. Yeah. Um, Texas for his involvement. Yeah, in a million dollar marijuana smuggling ring. Um, Orellola. According to reports, transported over 24 tons of the stuff in the United States. His accomplice, Heroic. yeah, uh, Casey Bob um, Huto, got 24 years. So this guy got the same amount of time as a guy who moved 24 tons for his quarter pound. Well, that's just you know that's kind of it's funny how the the laws are written. If you decide that you wanted to uh, to sell somebody a quarter pound of weed, the way the laws are written, it really wouldn't matter if you sold them a quarter pound or 20 pounds because of that kind of discrepancy or that lack of discrepancy yeah. is that. Well, you might as well, if you're going to sell a quarter pound, you might as well start doing truckloads of it because it's all the same to the law. And one is not worse than the other. They're all just people trying to make a, make a profit. They're people trying to provide a service uh, to people who are demanding this, pro- this product. I mean, 
Just because you put these guys in jail doesn't mean that people in Tyler, Texas are going to stop right. smoking pot. Is the pot stopping, uh, pot smoking stopped in Tyler, Texas? Has it even diminished is what I'd like to know. Because I don't think it has. I don't think they've done one thing to prevent that. Let's go to George in Louisiana. You're on Free Talk Live. George, hello there. George, Louisiana, you are on the air. George? Hello? Hey, you're on. Go for it. Yeah. Okay. Hey, how y'all doing tonight? Hey, are you listening on KBYO? Uh, it's 92.7 in, uh, uh Monroe, Excellent. Louisiana. Excellent. What's on your um, mind tonight, George? Um, I, I'm not, I'm not a first time caller. If you recall me. Yep. You sound I've, familiar. I've been a little bit irritated when I'm called and, um, but the, the intimidation, I mean, I'm just a 59 year old man. Um, I have grandkids. I have an old lady that's, I have to take care of her and, and I don't, I'm not a privileged person. Back, okay. back whenever um, I was having the same kind of voice that y'all have, was back then. It was a um, it was a whole different ball game back then. There was there was there wasn't a whole bunch of uh, of, of uh, consequences about what you want to get your rights. You know, you 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 you're supposed to be able to live free in the country, mm-hmm. but. Uh, I listen to Glenn Beck and and, and uh, Michael Savage. He's just an idiot. Yes, he is. But but um, you know, there's extremes of everything. There's extremes of everything. And 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 what I wish I what I wish I could find is a is a group of folks that would just quit complaining about what the problems are. And 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 come up with a solution. I mean. Uh, the other night I heard those, those, the, the dude that was coming from California, and there was five of them in a convoy, and it was coming to New Hampshire. Yeah, the Liberty Caravan. Going, yeah, that's right, yeah. Mm-hmm. And then I thought to myself, well, you know, them guys are, they, you know, they're going to go, they want to go try to find something better, you know. But, but I can't do that. Um, my old lady and my grandkids, I can't, I don't have a caravan big enough to carry them. Uh, so I don't have that privilege. But, but what I would really... What I would really like to hear is what do we do about the whole thing? I love this question. It's a good one. Uh, so your question is what do you do if you, for whatever reason, feel you can't leave where you are? Well, that's not my question. My question is no matter where I'm at. Well, if you want to rephrase it, you can hang on. We'll bring you back, George. 800-259-9231, the SACL CAI toll-free line. Because if you can't make it to New Hampshire, your options are pretty severely limited. This is Free Talk Live. Help Free Talk Live via the AMP program for just $3 per month, and you'll get access to exclusive call-in lines, a chat room, and a forum at amp.freetalklive.com. This is Free Talk Live. There are only moments remaining here, but uh, enough time perhaps for your call at 800-259-9231. That number brought to you by SACL CAI, 1-800-259-9231 tonight. Ian, with you. And Mark. Join us online at freetalklive.com. If you enjoy this program, you can shop with us at amazon.freetalklive.com. You enter Amazon through that link, and Free Talk Live will get a percentage of your purchase. Once again, start your shopping at amazon.freetalklive.com. As we go back to George, listening in Louisiana to KBYO-FM, George, you're back on Free Talk Live. So what I heard from you before is that you're frustrated that uh, there's you know all kinds of terrible things the government is doing, and you don't hear a lot of solutions. Is that right? 
Well, yeah, pretty much. I mean, that's very, very true. But let me let me give you just a couple other little inputs, okay. and then then, and I would I would love for you y'all to quiz me, okay? All right, sure. Because I I I don't know where to start, but but a couple little inputs first. I'm you might want to turn that radio down, by the way. It may be confusing you a little. I noticed that. Yeah. Uh, okay, I'll hear... just I'll just back away further from, and I can't get to the radio. Yep. Turn it down. Sometimes okay. when you hear uh, what you're saying seven seconds later or whatever, it, it yeah. can be a little yeah. bit disoriented. Okay. All right. Is that a little bit better? Yeah. Go ahead. I'm on the other side of the, the yard. Okay. First off, I'm a patriot. Mm-hmm. I am a patriotic person, and I believe in our country. Mm-hmm. That I mean that that's the bottom line for me. But there, you know, there's things that are wrong. There, there's things that that are going to create the end of our country. And I don't mean to sound like some dude standing on the corner with a sign saying Jesus is coming. It's not that simple. And and I I, I try to wade through, try to find my way through everything that Glenn Beck says or Bill O'Reilly or or um, um, the folks on CNN, and then Michael Savage, God forbid, and then I listen to y'all. My evening starts with y'all's radio station. I, I get out here in my backyard in the woods by my house, and I gather up some wood to have a fire, and I back my car up to where I can hear because my little radio won't pick 92.7 up. Mm-hmm. But I, I wish that I could hear a program and some folks talking about Instead of talking about what is wrong with everything, what are we going to do about it? Okay. Well, we do talk about solutions on this show, and I know you've called before, so I know you've heard us talk about them. You did mention the Free State Project, but you also said that you could you you felt as though you were tied down for whatever reason there in uh, in Louisiana, and so that that for you was not an option. But for everybody else that's listening, uh, if you love liberty and you want to be free in your lifetime and you want to, uh, you understand that in order to be free, you have to allow others uh, to also be free, this is the place for you. The Free State Project is the place for anybody that wants to uh, to really get together with other like-minded, liberty-oriented activists who are doing things, who are engaging in uh, the political process. They're doing civil disobedience, non-cooperation, creating their own media. Uh, so there's so much going on up here. There's a lot of solutions being enacted right now here in New Hampshire. As far as people that feel like, for whatever reason, they just can't leave where they are, my best option for you, my suggestion for you would be to try to find like-minded individuals where you are, whether that means getting together with some sort of Ron Paul meetup group or the Libertarian Party or whatever it is that you're looking for. Find those like-minded individuals, get together with them, and see what you can come up with. I think secession, personally, is the uh, most likely... Uh, road to far more freedom in any place in this country. If you can throw off the uh, the shackles of the federal government, you'll be a long way towards having, I think, more freedom and more wealth and prosperity in your life. Uh, so if you can start a Louisiana secession movement, that might be a good idea. Well, what? it probably would. Um, as far as having like-minded individuals, I can't even... My, my son, I have a son that's 39, I have a son that's like 37... And they're so busy with their lives, raising their kids, mm. and and their kids. Whenever I mean, I don't mean to bring up any political thing, but when my grandsons, whenever Barack Obama won the election last year, my grandkids happened to come over one day, and, and they said, "I said, did you hear about the elections?" They said, "Yeah, Obama won." They were happy about. I, wait it. a minute. Wait a minute. No, 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 no. You know, mm. I mean, look, I, I don't. There's no like-minded folks around here. 
There is none. Well, you know, I feel your frustration. I absolutely do. This is how I felt when I was uh, living in Sarasota, Florida. Um, you know, I, I didn't see any point in even, you know, paying attention to the politics. There were several years that I would even listen to the news because I decided, you know what, it's full of lies and innuendo anyway. I've been lied yeah, to and enough. All, all, it, all it does is just irritate you. Yeah. So you I know, just stopped just listening. You get frustrated and you want to go out in, into the woods and uh, a bill of fire don't ever come out again. That's about your only option, I think, George, I mean, <laughs> at this point. Really? I, ain't I, that the truth? Well, well just... just just one other thing, please, yes, and I'll let y'all go because I know it's the end, end of the show. Yes, sir. Um, I, I, I sincerely care about the whole ball of wax. I sincerely care. And I, I'm, number one, I'm a patriotic person, and, and I'll be willing to do whatever I have to do for my country. But Except move to New Hampshire. I, I'm not financially able to do that. Well, uh, I'm not financially able to do that, but I believe I will go to jail longer for growing a marijuana plant than I will for going to the east side and buying a $20 sack. That ain't right. Yep, it's it crazy. Right. And I, 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 sh- I understand, George, why you're frustrated. Uh, I also, like Mark, used to feel that same level of frustration and... There's not really much else I can tell you, man. If you can't get together with like-minded people and you can't move out of where you are, then running into the woods and building a log cabin for yourself and never coming back is uh, you know, your best option for avoiding uh, whatever tyranny is you coming. you got to work, though, and the government wants its money. <laughs> yeah, ain't it, ain't it though? Uh, I, I wish I had something else for you, but I, I don't know. There's What well, else is there? I'm, I, I'm not sure. I'm going to find it, though. I'm right. going to find it. Well, please let us, let us know when yeah, you do. Let us know what it is. I, I right, appreciate hearing back from you. Have a good me. night. Thanks, George. Appreciate it. 800-259-9231. It's frustrating. and You can tell he cares. I mean, you know that yep. he definitely cares. That's why he's uh, he's concerned. He's calling in. He has these questions. And a lot of people have the same questions. Like, what do we do? Mm. It just keeps getting worse. Whether it's Bush or Obama or whoever it is. John McCain, you you fill in the political uh, politician's name. It just keeps getting worse. You know, I the, when, when I hear that, what I think, um, you know, sort of the the onus uh, it lies upon the people who have moved for the Free State Project, who've gotten here at this point to essentially create a state where it is, um, you know. It, it's free enough to the level that that person, whoever's talking in this case, it's George, um, you know, feels like well, I just can't help but move because right. really, if there was, you know, something waiting at the end that was good enough, George would figure out a way to get here. That's what I was he just would. thinking. Yeah. If if there if you could be more free immediately, like significantly right. more free immediately by crossing over the border to New Hampshire, what why, why wouldn't you find a way to come? Right. Up you here? can you can be a little more free by moving and by coming to New Hampshire, but you can't be a lot, a lot more, more free. If and it was a lot more, if though. you live, for instance, um, if you're, I don't, I don't know where, you know, what it's like where George lives. I have no idea, but there are places in the United States where, you know, rent is $250 a month or $400 a month. You come to, right. uh, you know, you come to New Hampshire and you're not going to find that. Uh, not, no place that I've been is going to have rent at $400 a month. So therefore you could actually be less free because free to freedom to some extent relies on how much money you make. Well, there are some guys that are rooming together where they've got it down to like 275 a month plus yeah, utilities. Then, yeah, having a roommate is a way not to be free. I that's, can assure you point. of that. we got to go to Ryan. He's listening in Virginia. Ryan, you're on Free Talk Live with Ian and Mark. I just wanted to hit something real quick. I was listening to a last week's podcast, and you did 
did the, uh, a, I think it's a, a big pet peeve of mine. Uh, you're talking about climate change, and you mentioned that you thought that CO2 from people breathing out was a big part of the whole thing. Yeah, I mean, people do breathe, it, uh, breathe a, out CO2, it's right? It, because that's all part of, like, one, you know, that's, that's a, a whole different thing from the CO2 that is a, a problem for, for uh, global warming. Okay, vehicle CO2 is different than, um, you know, ex- expired CO2? Absolutely, because as you expire, you just, uh, it's just part of a, a short-term cycle that goes, you know, CO2 out from you into plants, makes oxygen, you know, the plants, you eat them, you turn them into CO2, blah, blah, blah. The problem is digging all the old CO2 out of the, uh, out of the ground as coal and oil and all that kind of thing and increasing the, the concentration. So that's, that's really what it comes down to is that, but because it, we're digging out stuff that's been buried for years and years and years, we're increasing the, the you know. But if you could wipe out um, half of the human population and they would no longer be uh, expiring CO2, you could burn some more oil and that CO2 would – I mean, I understand what you're saying. That no, not necessarily because, uh, you know, you're talking about plants. It, it's all very short-term cycle stuff. That doesn't matter. Like. So the, the plants can't use rot. the plants can't use the CO2 that's uh, that's you know kicked out by these uh, fossil oh, yeah, fuels. They, they, absolutely, they absolutely can, but it's not. It's but the, the stuff the CO2 we're breathing out was like a week ago plants that we ate. You know. I understand. So, I, I get that, but it, you know, the plant can use any CO2. So the CO2 you're expiring is really the same as the the fossil fuel is being burned. You'll have to call back tomorrow night if you want to get into more detail. Thank you for the call. We are out of time. It has been Ian with you and Mark. Back tomorrow online. In the meantime, freetalklive.com. How long can you hold your breath? <sighs> Not long. After air, water is the most critical factor for life. There are dozens of toxic substances in tap water, even pharmaceutical drugs that city processing can't remove. Sadly, most bottled water isn't much better. The chemicals in the bottles themselves are a serious health concern and a huge environmental problem. Filtering your own drinking water is the logical answer. You'll have a much better quality of water and save a bunch of money, too. Aquasana filters are thorough and more affordable per gallon than even pitcher-type filters. Aquasana is consistently voted the best choice by Consumers Digest. The filters are easy to use and install. Call 866-NO-BOTTLE to order or link online through freetalklive.com. If you'd like a 20% discount, and who wouldn't, when ordering online, use the discount code FTL. Again, that's FTL. Or call toll-free 866-NO-BOTTLE and tell them we sent you to get a great discount on all Aquasana products. Drink smart. 1-866-NO-BOTTLE. 